We live, motherfucker. Hold on, let me let me let him listen. You know what I mean? Let him let him listen a little bit. Let him listen to that Buffalo, New York shit. Cause Buffalo was just on the clock in the NFL draft. You know I'm a big Buffalo Bills guy. We we definitely don't fuck with the Giants, and we definitely don't fuck with the Jets. If you're live and you're watching right now, make sure you grab your drink, your blunt, you hit that subscribe button, all that shit. That's what you got to do. Just keep tapping subscribe to assess subscribe. Turn your notifications on, all sorts of shit like that. Do it. All right, man. So, yeah, I wanted to start off with that. The Buffalo Bills were on the clock. They, they, they drafted some tight end. I was hoping that we made a trade for DeAndre Hopkins. We definitely don't fuck with the Jets. We definitely don't fuck with the Giants. You know? Seriously? Buffalo Bills. That's crazy, man. To be honest, I don't even fuck with the Knicks. Oh, no. no, no, no. That's <laughs> I mean, I, I'm hoping that the Knicks beat Miami. Yeah, for sure, for I'll sure. I'll tell you that. But, yo, listen, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you tuning in, this has been an amazing week for me. Back to back to back, we had disaster up here last night. We got DNA up here tonight. Tomorrow we got Cassidy. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I never did a three in a row, but me and you spoke. You're in the area. Yeah. I was, there is absolutely no way I'm going to give up the opportunity to fucking interview one of the greatest battle rappers ever. So what's good? What's the word? What's the word? Appreciate I appreciate you for that. coming through. Yo, everybody on that link in the bio. We live right now on the Danza Project. Watch it on YouTube. Click the link in the bio. The interview officially started. We out here. So, what, what what do you got going on out here? Aside from like, I I know that this this uh, playoff run is is huge for you. Yeah, this Knicks shit is yeah yeah yeah. Enormous it's a long time coming, you. man. Like last time the Knicks was in a made it to the second round was ten years ago. And that was with... Uh, that's when they had um, Melo. Yeah. They had Rasheed, Marcus Camby, J.R. Smith. Marcus Camby was still there? Mm-hmm. Ten years ago? Yeah. Yeah, Marcus Camby was in his final days. Yeah, I was going I was going to the games back then. He was he was giving me tickets to the games. That's fire. Yeah, so yeah. And they wound up losing to the Pacers. That's when they had Lance Stevenson, um, Danny Granger. That was that team. No, the Pacers back you said. Yeah, I was the Pacers. About the Pistons. Yeah. yeah, the Pacers. That's when they. That's when the Pacers was given. Um, when they had Paul George, though. Yeah, right? Paul George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had um, dang, what's David West? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. Yep, they, yep. They, they was giving the Heat a problem back then. That, that's when that war with LeBron and Lance Stevenson was going on. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. when he when he blew in his ear and yeah, shit yeah, like when he that. Blew in his ear, so yeah. how does it feel? Because you know you you see shit on sports. You see Stephen A. go crazy, and everybody goes crazy. That I don't hate the Knicks. Let me let me not bullshit. I'm just I, I like trolling. I like talking yeah. shit. I like I like the next story. I didn't yeah. think that Brunson was that big of a deal. I thought that it was a wild mm. offer that they gave him, like yeah. too much. But Jalen Brunson, definitely, and, and obviously Julius Randle. The whole team's kind of coming together. It's like a, yeah, that's a man, solid unit quickly. right now. So you, so you finally feel good Bros. about them. Yeah, I mean, like it, it was all with the front office, they always was trying to chase like the stars, and then they always get people that's over the hill. 
And then this time around, they actually got young players, which I feel like is the best thing to do. Like, if we're not about to land a Kevin Kevin Durant or, you know, or James Harden or Kyrie Irving that we could build around one player, we just need a bunch of young people that's hungry, that's going, I mean, continue to, you know, want to win, like, on a, on a consistent basis. And, I mean, then, then you don't need one star because then you just got a bunch of people that's willing to get there. And then yeah. I, I knew Brunson's capability from when he was on the Mavericks. Yeah, he's a beast. He's yeah, a, he's he's a good crazy. team player. If anything, like I, I look at the dude, like he's just a solid team player. So yeah. everybody around him is gonna be better. They they just enjoy playing. Yeah. And they got and they got Derrick Rose, which is kind of like their. Yeah, I wish Derrick Rose was still balling though. Yeah. I can't front like yeah. watching him the the other game they put him out for the final couple yeah. minutes and yeah. watching him try to knock a shot down and shit like that. I'm like, yeah. damn, it's an end of an era. I think Derrick Rose was Ja Morant before Ja. Yeah, nah, De- Derrick Rose. Um, Derrick Rose was like like Penny. You know what I mean? Like before that in- injury, the youngest MVP, he was a problem. Yeah, he's he's. That, yeah, so. You're talking about a legend, right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I, and 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 it's it sucks because those injuries be ruining careers, and that that that's probably what fucked up a lot of the shit that went on with the New York Knicks. Because the Knicks, you'd feel like. Every superstar wants to go to New York. Yeah. But it just doesn't happen for whatever reason. They always end up going somewhere else. And it's got to be from ownership, Dolan. Yeah, I mean, it's that. And it's also a lot of pressure. You know, everybody wants to be in New York until you're in New York. Like, with everything, with battle rap. Like, when people be like, oh, you battling at home. Yeah, if you're doing good. But if not, you'll fuck around and be in the battle and they'll be cheering for the, the op, like, they from New York. So that's New York. I don't think people game. understand that fully. No, nah, they don't. Like, until you from there, like, I battled Tay Rock. You, you would have never, never thought that I was from New York in that battle. You would have thought I was from Maryland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, like, that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a fast-paced city. Everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody got, everybody got a hustle. Everybody got a scandal. So it's like, if your shit is not over the top, they don't really have pics of, oh, yo, well, you from here? It's like, is it really that good or not, man? Because we see a lot of people doing this. So if it ain't really that good, we on to the next. And then you had um, you had Mook and uh, Big K chopping it up um, for the face off, and Murder Mook addressed that. He was talking about how, um, like, you could say whatever you want, but when it comes to New York, if 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 there's a little bit of a flaw. They're on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So do you feel like there is that type of, um, do you feel better battling outside of New York? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, at this point, I didn't battle <clears throat> so much outside of New York and everywhere else. Everywhere is comfortable for me now. But um, in my earlier days, I love battling in New York because it's it's the it's the old saying: if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Absolutely. So I definitely like the challenge and the test every time. So back in the day, it was stationed in New York. That's everybody had to battle there. So it's kind of like you got to get your stripes that way before you could go everywhere else. You know, last last night we had Disaster up here, and Disaster is one of my favorite battle rappers. I sat there and became a huge fan of you because of, like, the epic back and forth that y'all had yeah. in the battle. Like, yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. was... You you took, 
what he did and flipped it damn near better than he had it because, you know, he, he always wanted to come with the rebuttals before each round. And you set that up so perfectly. Like, I know what you're going to do. Yeah. That shit doesn't work with me. And then you came back next round and yeah. did the entire shit. Knew you were going to say this. Knew you were going to do this. And you it damn near sounded like you freestyled the whole fucking round because you were able to rebuttal yeah. everything he said in that. So what what was that battle like for you? That was probably the most scariest battle in my career because that, at that time I was so young. I was 19, and that was like the only person that I felt like could do everything on the same level as me or higher because he was already out there. He already had a lot of experience. So a lot of those things that I did that turned out great, those was those was, those tactics was out of fear because I'm like, I gotta find I gotta find out some way how to neutralize this guy because he's able to do what I can do. You know, usually when you go into a battle and um you you're able to freestyle, that's your advantage because nowadays in a modern day of battle rap, not too many people could freestyle. So being that he could freestyle that good um, yeah, I was just going in there like that. And then like going up to that, leading up to that battle, everything went wrong. I got my passport late. I had to pay extra money out of my pocket for it. I missed my flight. God damn. So I had to pay extra money out of pocket for that. Uh, I wasn't prepared. I only literally had one and a half rounds. So from the second, I finished my second while I'm in Canada. I had no third, freestyled the whole third. And then so you I, did freestyle, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, wild. Yeah. That was the most unprepared I was God, for a battle. Man. But it doesn't sound and it like tur- it. And it turned out to be one of the greatest battles ever. So that that's the crazy part. And then uh, have you up, ever done that before? Nah, I probably never do it again. It, like I said, a lot of it was out of fear. So you know what I mean? When you're writing for somebody like that, I'm sitting there scratching everything that I'm writing because I'm like, all right, this is the biggest battle of my career. I can't lose to this guy. Nah, this is not good. This is not good. So I I started winding up being in my own head to the point I wake up and it's a day before the battle and I literally only have a first round and half of a second. Damn. I finish my second in Canada. Then I get stopped by Border Patrol. They run my record. Like I'm telling you, everything went wrong. And then when we get there actually for the battle, you know, when you're battling your opponent, you're paying attention to everything. So I knew Drake and Disaster had a relationship. So when I get there, it's like a black limousine, and you see all the Canadian people outside like, oh, my God, that's Drake. And it's my first time in Canada. So I'm like, I guess they do that every time a limo pulls up. Drake ain't in there. Yeah. And they organic calls me in to go for the battle. I walk in there, it's Drake standing there. And him and Disaster are laughing. So they're friends. And then Drake turns around and says, yeah, man, I got $5,000. I, I, I think it was 3000 I'm sorry. I got $3,000 for the winner. You want it judged? I'm like, hell no. This is your yeah, man. Yeah, 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 So, you know what I mean? I went in there, like, with all the odds stacked against me. So that's why that battle is, like, holds a special place for me because it's, like, everything. I was supposed to die that day. And then on top of that, then when the battle starts, he has that type of first round. That first round is probably one of the hardest rounds I ever got hit with in my career. So, like I said, up until I opened my mouth, everything was going wrong. I thought I was going to die out there that day. Nah, you definitely didn't die out nah, there. Nah, nah, not at all. Not at, nah, not I, at all. I, when I looked at the uh, – we, we we posted up a clip of the disaster DNA shit yeah. to have disaster up here, and we wanted to post it up a clip, but just we had limited time. Mm-hmm. And uh, – but but I was sitting there. I'm like, what is, what is the chances that DNA is coming up the immediate day after? And the clip we posted was disaster and, and yeah, DNA. Yeah. Like, what are the chances? Yeah, that's the so, universe. So man, when me and you were talking, I'm like, there's there's absolutely no way I got to make it happen. I'm I'm hitting my producer like, yo, we 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 got to make it happen. I know it's gonna be a rough week for you yeah. and shit like that. 
you know, like my co-host couldn't make it happen, but I'm like, yes. there's absolutely no chance that yeah, I'm missing out on this to, motherfucking yeah. opportunity. Because yeah. I'm speaking to one of the legends. For me, it's mm-hmm. like, again, d- d- I created this shit because I am a fan of the art of music. Right, I think battle rap is such an important part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about fighting, this is what I was talking to Mook about. When you think about fighting, you you go and you look at boxing, right? I think battle rap is the UFC. Mm. You know what I mean? The, the, the below the belt punches. Yeah. You know all the all the uh, the the sport that's there, and people don't really know what the fuck is going on with it yet. It's still growing. Mm-hmm. We're still like, you know what I mean? We we might still be in like the Ken Shamrock days of it. You know, it's the money isn't all the way there yet, but inevitably, yeah. You know, it's 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 you know, I think the creators, the battle rappers, are starting to take things into their own hands. Yeah, you know, you you have all the organics and the smacks that have their own leagues, but now it's now it's a thing where where you guys are taking it into your own hands mm-hmm. and, and creating your own events and shit like that, and that's when you really start seeing you know, how phenomenal people are, the business side of it, the yeah. money to it. So you've been doing this shit for how how many years now? Um, 2009, this is year 14. And and like financially for you, is, is that just starting to come to fruition or the money's been popping in for quite a while? Um, I would say, I would say the, I would say the money started kicking in like year three. Like 2012 for me, 2012 I was able to live off a of battle rap. If if you're smart, um, and then I want to say when I brought a sponsor in around 2014, um, I was able to live comfortably. And then when caffeine came into play, like the last three four years, now I'm able to live lavishly. And talk to us about that. I mean, um, so for me, like the biggest setback, I it was like me. I, I never complained about self inflicted things. So anytime I ever had an issue financially, it was me. I had a gambling problem, so I used to blow all my money in the casino on the mix. Shit. Nah, okay. Yo, what's so crazy is I I would never bet on teams. I was never on that. I'd go straight to the casino, run it up. You know what I mean, go crazy, lose all my money, take another battle, take another. That's why at a certain time people see mad DNA battles. That's that's the backstory on that. Oh shit. So um. I mean, yeah, like once I once I controlled that habit and, and I was able to, you know what I mean, stray away from that and stop doing that, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I've definitely received like the fruits of my labor when it comes to, you know what I mean, all the work that I put in. But 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 I'm a workhorse, so I I I work more than the I work more than the average artist in general. Definitely, you know what I mean, more than people in my class. So what I'm able to do is like is rare. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't put themselves out there, market themselves and go about things how I go about it. So, you know what I mean? Like I, if I'm speaking on me, it's like uh, almost like a one of one. If we're talking about everybody else that's doing it, so you you and it's because I feel like most people have the issue when it comes to battle rap is like you know I need my money, I need my money, I need my money. So it seems like you had that shit because it looks like you got things situated with your life. Like I look at. I, what I care about most is the person behind the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you got a beautiful daughter. Yeah, you got a, that. yeah, you got a like a, a you got a dope little setup in your life yeah. in general. So you seem to have gotten that down pat young. Yeah, and for me, like me personally, it took me till I was thirty three years old to finally start getting shit organized with my life. Yeah, what was it like having that 
because in year three, you're how old at that at that? Twenty one. Twenty one years old, 21. and you already started figuring that shit out, except for the gambling, of course. Yeah, but no, no, no. I I, I only um. I got into a relationship with my girlfriend in 2016, so that's seven years now. Yeah. And I had my daughter in 2019, my daughter when I was 28. So, I mean, um, I, I have I have basically the toughest the toughest thing in life is figuring out what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? Because, you know, you get a lot of artists and a lot of people that people think that's what they want to do, but that's never what they want to do. That's why you stop hearing them or the music stops being the same because that's something that they just were born with, but that's not what they want to do. So I think the easiest thing for me why I was always able to, you know what I mean, do what I do is because I'm doing what I want to do. Like I knew from 11 years old I want to be an entertainer. You know what I mean? At some point it's going to be rapping, other points it's going to be acting, producing, behind it. I want to be an entertainer. So... I just never strayed away from that. And then I wanted to get my name and my brand going before I, you know, because I feel like now, like, by the time I'm 40, I'm I'm, I'm not going to be on the road. I'm not going to be running around and doing all that. My daughter would be 12 then. At that point, I got to, you know what I mean, I got to be at softball games, soccer games, whatever, whatever, whatever it is that she wants to do. I got to take my time picking up from school and doing all that. So I was like, I got to just set the groundwork for what I want to do so everything could work for itself then. So that's why, like, I'm on a, you know what I mean? Nobody's got me on the clock, but I'm on a, like, boom, boom, boom. Because once I get to a certain point, it's like, then I'm just there for her. And I also wanted to not be in the struggling stages with having a kid. That's why, like, out of all my friends, I was the last one to have one. Because I'm like, I don't want to do this. Because when this happens, I understand the commitment and the responsibility I have to take with doing it. So it's no more I'm in the front. You know what I mean? Like, I got to have things figured out. So. It that's worked out that w- way. That's wild, because I'm 36 at the point where I've, I have my first child. Yeah. Right? Like, and it, it, it worked, because at, at, at that's this stage of my life, I got shit figured out. Yeah. Right? But to imagine what it would have been like at 25, 26 years old, 27, 28, to have a child, I don't, like, people don't. Get it. That shit is hard. Yeah, but you, you know, know it's so crazy? At 28, <clears throat> I'm already DNA. So that that's the whole thing I wanted. I never wanted to be, you know what I mean, a struggling artist that's trying to have a kid. And then now it's no longer do I want to freestyle, do I want to battle, do I want to rap. I got to do what I have to do to take care of my kid. That means Absolutely. I got to work at McDonald's. I'm going to be employee of the month. But I never wanted to do that. So I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? You got to think smarter. You know what I mean? You, you you know what's out there. You know certain things and precautions you got to take to make sure you're not ready to have a kid when you're not. So that's what I did all the way up until 28 when I'm like, all right, well, I'm financially set. Kick my gambling habit. You know what I mean? Uh, I made a name for myself. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. So, yeah. That gambling shit is so real. It's crazy. I, I be trying to talk to my boys all it's the time. Crazy. Like there's, there's one of my boys I talk to now because he – he be posting up these big ass wins, you know. Every time, they, every time somebody wins, yeah. that shit is posted immediately. I won this, I won yeah. this, I won this, and like out of love for my people, I'm always like, "Yo, just just hold that. Don't do it anymore. Keep it. Use that and and and, and build off of that. But yeah. don't don't put it back on the line, you know. And 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 the story usually is, I win more than I lose. You know, I always got it. You know what I'm saying? Every, everybody feels that. Even me, because I, yeah. I had that stage in my life. It probably lasted about two years. Man, I'm telling you, it got to a point where I apologize to, to my bookie because I went crazy on him. I'm like, I ain't paying you shit. 
you know, just fuck that. If you come through, you already know what it is. I lost my fucking mind about it because of, because of like sports games. I bet I bet on sports games. I'm like, I don't I don't agree with how that happened. I think it was I think it was fixed. I'm not paying. You know what I mean? So it became that type of life for me. That 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 gambling shit is real. You nah, know, it's beyond real. Like yo. It was Tom's. It was Tom's, right? Cause I got a good rapport with Battle Rap, a good rapport with my supporters. They they feel like I take everything serious. Cause I'm a, you know what I mean? Is as much as people sometimes would be like <clears throat> or underestimate my entertainment value. I, I'm pretty good at it. So it was a lot of times that I wasn't taking shit serious at all. But you know, I had to make it look like that. But yeah, that gambling should take you out your zone. It's set up that way. They're like. The only way I would get back to gambling now is if I if I owned the casino. Oh shit! Like not me gambling, but yeah. I'm a body shit because the. I, but I wouldn't even do that because then I feel like, even though it would be financially wise like a great investment, I feel like now I'm preying upon who I once was. Like I never want to do that because the way they got it set up is perfect. It's no clocks, it's no windows. You know what I mean? I spent times I've been in there. I went in there at ten in the morning. You get so lost in the machine, you turn around and look up. It's midnight. God damn. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. It's time. It's and like it takes away all your logic. It's times I went in there and like exerted everything out of every account to the point I'm jumping the turnstile to get home. Damn. And when I'm jumping it, you know what I mean? I'm looking around, making sure nigga, I'm DNA at this time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when I'm jumping it, I'm I'm looking around, making sure I can't go to sleep on the train because nigga might catch you. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's wild. Wow, it's crazy. That, is, that yeah. is fucking wild. Yeah. That's that's one thing I never got caught up in was the like the actually being inside of the casino and fucking. Nah, it's the worst shit. shit like it's that. the worst shit. And for me, and for me, I was lucky. Like I never understood the people that gambled and never won, and then kept thinking they're gonna win. Like I wouldn't have did it. I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. That I'm not successful at. My problem was I was winning, I and mean, I was winning a lot at the time. This is like 2012 and 2013. I'm going in the casino making more that they paying me for a battle. I'm giving them the money back for the battle. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm not doing this right now. And then lose all the shit two weeks later. And now, you know what I mean? I got to come back. You know what? After thinking about it, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that, but, but it was That's a great crazy. it was a great learning experience. Like, it teaches you discipline. I feel like, you know what I mean? I don't regret it. And I'm happy I got it out the way. When I got it out the way. Because I was making money, but I wasn't making the type of money that I make now to where it's like when you hear. Not that I would do that, but when you, when I when I look at what I was doing then and then realize how much money I'm making now. And I started to say to myself, like, I never understand why somebody would kill themselves or why didn't you. I can understand it. It's stressful. Yeah, no, no. But, digging but, themselves into some wild debt. Exactly. And, and, and that type of. Because, you know, you're not fathoming that when you're in your early 20s. And then the type of money I was losing, it was still significant money. But it's not like, you know what I mean? When you blow some shit that you could buy a house with or a car with or your life savings and you don't know how you're about to pay your bills, it'll drive somebody to a different point. That's why I was like, it's real. Like, that, that gambling shit is like, it's real. And it's something that you're never going to, like, fully not ever do again. You just yeah. got to stay busy to the point that you don't. Do it how you used but to. But I, I was going to ask you that. So if the Knicks make the finals. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Like me, like at this point, me, I'm a, I'm a spontaneous guy. Like, like, um, like I'll tell you a crazy story, right? Because we having conversations, right? So the last time I gambled was um, <clears throat> last year. The last time I gambled last year was 
when my grandma passed away. And it was literally because she came to me in my dream. Oh, and, shit. And she was in a hospital. And when she was in a hospital, she had, um, she had a stroke. So we were giving it days to see if she was going to wake up from it. And literally in the dream, um, she had, uh, she had, her and my mom had went into her life insurance policy and touched it. And even though I had the money to pay for it, if anything was to happen to her, it was just the principle of like, you know, like I told you guys not to do this. So obviously at this time I can't talk to my grandma. So I'm telling my mom this as we conversing about preparing for the worst. I'm like, now, you know what I told you years ago, this is what I'm saying. Like, why would you? You know what I mean? Touch that money for something that wasn't more important than than this. God willing, I could take care of it. So, you know, that's just me saying it out there. When I go to sleep that night, my grandmother comes to me in my dream, and she's like, um, yeah, I heard you talking to your mom or whatever. Um, you know, I always take care of the problems. I'll fix the problem. So I'm like, I'm like, how are you going to fix the problem? That's me in my dream. And then uh, magically, I just see the roulette wheel, and it's spinning around. And I'm like... Like, why do you got me in a casino? You know I don't game no more. She's like, I'm telling you how to get the money. And I wake up. And now at this point, I hadn't gambled in a very long time. So I'm just in my hotel room because where my grandma was in the hospital with, I was going there. I was the only person going there every single day. So I, I wasn't even going home. And I'm just back and forth, back and forth. Like, yo, if I go to the casino right now, am I going because of this dream or am I going because of my addiction? So I was really fighting it, like, Man, I, I've kicked this shit. There's no reason for me to go. And then something was just saying, like, obviously that's a sign. It's not like I have these dreams all the time and the situation is real. And I go there and um, <clears throat> first game, $100. And my grandma's birthday is October 8th. I put $100 on eight. The machine spins. It lands on eight. Get the fuck out of here. $3,600. Get right? the fuck out of here. So, so now I, I, I leave. I automatically leave, and when I leave, because um, like I said, I already had the money to pay for a funeral if, if that's what it came to. So I just looked at that as a, as a bad sign because I'm like, because the dream went exactly how I thought, in my mind, I just started preparing myself. Like, I don't think my grandma's going to make it because I don't think she has that power to do that if she's still... Well, she wasn't here. passed yet. She was, oh in a, she, was, she, was, she was in a coma. Oh, my goodness. That's so, wild. So, so it's spooky. So literally, right, I'm, I'm, and the story's not done. It gets crazy. So literally after that, right, I literally go to the Diamond District, and this is why I got this chain that says Nana. This, I put the deposit when I won a 3600 on the chain right oh, then shit. and there because in my mind I'm just I'm crying because I'm like, yo, I don't think she's going to make it after having that dream. And then a few days later, she passes. And um, the time of her death, she died on March 21st. The time of her death was at 2.08. And um, I'm picking up her belongings with my mom. We're all crying. You know what I mean? Because my grandma was like my mom. My grandma took care of me when I was a kid, and then I lived with my grandma again all the way up until I was 24. So it was a, it was a bad day. And um, you know what I mean? I'm with Charlie Clips. Shout out to him. And um, as the time's ticking, you know what I mean? He's like, just because my and, and oh, just so you know, too, for everybody watching this, my grandmother was a gambler. That's where I got it from. My grandmother and my dad. So that none of this is like based just on me. She she had a connection with this too. So she used to play the lotto. And Clips was like, yo, yo, I I I know it might be the wrong time, but you know what I mean, you know your grandma, like, you know, just trying to make light of that situation. She would have played the lotto, you should play it. And I literally catch the lotto two minutes before it ends. <laughs> And I played a time that she that she died. 
And um, like an hour goes by, and when I checked the ticket, it was her death day. Get the fuck and a lot of the same day. So not only did I win a thirty six hundred, and then I only thought I only thought I won like twenty five hundred. When I went to go cash out the ticket, I won ten thousand dollars. So literally from that dream, this shit's got like I got chills bro, right now, bro. I can't make this up, bro. And literally from that dream, like she did exactly what she said in the dream. She paid for her own funeral. And yeah, that's some wild and, shit. And, and 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 like I said, because it was the the thirteen extra, like literally, she paid for her own funeral after telling me, like, yo, I got it since I messed up the life insurance. And the reason why I know it's not a coincidence, because that's how my grandmother was. Like she was she was a, a hard working woman and stubborn, but in a good way. Like if she did something wrong, she'll just fix it without ever telling you sorry. So that's how I knew that was her message to me, like saying, like, yeah, you was right. I shouldn't have touched that money, but look. Told you I'll fix it. That's and literally. Wow. Yeah. That's so that's that story. so that was my last ex, that was my last experience, which was like a, a bittersweet one, but it was like, you know what I mean? It was also like a sign like that she still got me. So it's crazy. That's wild shit. Rest in peace to her. Yeah. Rest man. in peace to Nana. Yeah. That I, that shit took me at a loss for words right now. Yeah. It really bro. did. So tell me about your upbringing, because uh, 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 what we love to do here is really get to know the person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just DNA, but you as a human being. Yeah. And what what do you feel like about your upbringing put you into music? Um, Just adversity. Like I said, I, w- I wasn't with my grandma by choice. My mom and dad both suffered from, um, like, drug addictions. So, um. Literally, I was with my grandmother at two. My mom and dad was on drugs. They got into a whole argument, a whole fight, and I wound up. Um, you know, what I mean, I think I think they actually wound up losing me, and I wound up getting put in like an adoption agency. My grandmother called all around to find out where I was at. They cut all my hair off. She picked me up, and I and my grandmother got like custody from me from the government. So I lived with my grandma all the way up until eight, and I wasn't in the music at all at that time, but. You know what I mean? Like now when people when people look at my story and they always say like, yo, DNA, like it's like when you understand a story, you it, to me it's second nature. Like people always doubt me or or I'm the underdog and think I can't do it. And that's the comfortable position for me because that's how I grew up. I've, I was always the guy that's counted out. I was always the guy that's not supposed to do it, but somehow I figure out a way to do it. So really adversity, like just dealing with that. I lost my, I, I, and I dealt with death earlier. Um, you know, my mom, God willing, she just turned 70 on April 9th. So she beat her addiction and she's living right now. But my, my dad, he fell victim to it. He died at 48. I lost my dad when I was nine. And um, my first experience with music, I used to like like recite other people's lyrics. And, um, you know what I mean? And my dad, we like do talent shows with my friends that came over. My dad would judge it or whatever. You know what I mean? And that that was like... Just me being a fan of it, but I was not a rapper at all. I didn't even think I had that type of talent. I used to write poems. And then when I was 11, rest in peace to my uncle, he was, um. this was in Queens at the time. This was a thing when everybody was selling CDs and DVDs. So he was selling CDs. And um, it was like in December and came through with this Lloyd Banks mixtape, mm. um, More Money in the Bank. And um, he was like, Yo, man, I'm telling you, these guys right here, they from Queens. They about to blow up, such and such. The the guy that he runs with got shot nine times, da-da-da-da, 50 Cent. I'm telling you, Eric, da-da-da. So I think I had money from somebody, and I literally gave my uncle the $5 for the for the mixtape, and I heard Lloyd Banks freestyle on um, Jay-Z's song, Squeeze First. 
um, squeeze first, um, ask questions last. That's and, how most and, of these so-called gangsters pass. Yeah. And then Banks' verse was, I ain't the richest, but I'm richer than y'all. Shit, Banks is like the young Will Chamberlain. All I do is fuck bitches and ball. My 18 niggas are splatter you for talking that shit. You might as well hire a doctor to walk around with. Mm. Your own blood to soak your clothes. And I ain't worried about you coming back because you can't smoke beef with a broken nose. So after I heard that verse... Lloyd Banks that, was a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first time of like hearing hip-hop like that. When I used to hear Biggie and Tupac, I would hear it like, you know, Brenda's got a baby and uh, Biggie, Biggie Smalls, I want to die and all type of things that, you know, like at 11, I had an experience. So I'm like, I can't do this. But when I heard Lloyd Banks on there just spitting nothing but metaphors, I'm like, oh, so in, in this form of rap, like people just spit punchlines? Oh, I think I could do this. I could just think about stuff and compare it to. So I literally started running around my neighborhood spitting Lloyd Banks verse. And and everybody thought I was the nicest person ever because I had this I had this shit early. Yeah. So nobody heard it yet. Like this is like this is like right before they really blew up, blew up. So when they blew up and the shit plays on the radio, I get <laughs> yeah. embarrassed. Everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, nigga, this ain't just shit. Nigga, this is some this is a new nigga Lloyd Banks with 50 Cent. So that forced me to actually write my own rhymes. And then after that, I just started freestyling. And I would freestyle every day coming home from school for like the first three years. And I didn't write my first rhyme on paper until 14. And that's literally how I became a rapper. That's wild. Yeah. It, like, you know, Mook and I, when we were talking, we had a, he was telling me that T-Rex did that. Oh, um, were? Yeah, he, he spit a, uh, a verse that was a rap verse. And that, that got Mook motivated to rap mm. because Rex did that. Oh, okay, you know that's crazy. That he, he said that he ain't find out till like years and years later. Crazy. He used a verse from somebody else. Like, yo, by the way, shout out to my man Capo from, from Buffalo, New York, uh, tuning in. He's a huge, huge fucking DNA okay, fan. Okay, okay. Appreciate he, it. Shout out to Capo. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sitting there sending me texts like, excited that I got you on the show right yeah, now. Shout out to like my that. guy Capo. But um, it, it's, it's crazy that that was your journey into it because it's, I feel like you could hear that. I feel like in you don't get to be one of the most viewed battle rappers of all time just by being ill at it. There's more to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's there's passion behind it. Yeah. There's meaning behind it. Like you could tell what you did at 19 years old to disaster is I, I told disaster yesterday. He's like the Buster Rhymes, right? Like he's super animated. So that's a difficult battle because you got you got to battle somebody that's animated at 19 years old. Mm-hmm. To go up against her and do what you did, yeah, that's some wild shit. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Like you, you, but you, you come prepared and you came in the game with clips. Like Charlie Clips was how, how did how did that start? Yeah, well, I came I came in the game on my own, and then um within the first year of me coming okay. in the game, I met up with Clips, and then Clips kind of was like already, you know what I mean? Um, like in in New York they have something called Mad Ciphers. And um, at the deal, you had to deal with. At the time, you had to deal with Cameron. And the crazy story, how me and Clips became cool, was rest in peace, Fred the Godson. Fred the Godson used to have a studio in the Bronx called Blockwork, and him and Clips had battled back in the day, and it was like off camera, and they never seen each other again. And then they wound up linking up to do like this freestyle called Kobe and LeBron. So Charlie Clips was in the studio with Fred every day working on music. At this time, he wasn't battling. And um, I was my, my my guy at the time was Cortez. Cortez was linked to okay, yeah. all of them. So you know, I was the young guy. I was I was the youngest out of all of them. They was all in their late twenties when when I first met them. So 
Cortez used to go to the studio, and you know how niggas try to like, you know, brush you off when you're the little guy. Like, oh nah, D, this, you know, this, this for the adults today. So he never wanted to take me to the studio, and I'm like, yo, I'm trying. Let me go to the studio, man. I'm telling you, I get busy with y'all, so I wind up going to the studio. Finally, Eclipse is there. Eclipse is playing like one of his songs, and um, you know what I mean. He's going over it, rapping the words. Everybody's going crazy, and then he starts freestyling. So Cortez looks at me, and Cortez like, yo. Me and my man DNA gets crazy. So, you know, Clips is trying to, like, brush it off. So, he's freestyling. So, I start freestyling. He says something about me. And then we just start battling. Like, on the spot, like old school. Me and Clips have a battle. At this time, we're not cool at all. So, we go at it. This winds up being a close battle. Like, I win one round. He wins one. And then the last round, like, he reversed something that I said that didn't make sense. And he wound up winning. But everybody in there was like, yo, who is this 18-year-old kid that... I mean, I had a close battle with Clips, so Fred the Guard was like, yo, this, this little nigga's crazy. And then literally after that, like, um, me and Clips became cool, and that's how we started our friendship. That's fine. Yo, Fred the Godson is a legend. Fred the Godson. I, I, I feel like he's so goddamn underappreciated. Fred, Fred, Fred the Godson oh is like, Fred the Godson, wow. literally, like, it's like for me, it's well, not at this time, right? At 32 years old. Um, you know what I mean? I, I kind of look at life and I look at music in a different space. But at 18, when I had one way of thinking, I thought I was the best in the world. I thought nobody could. I still think that, but I'm saying, like, I think that for different reasons now. I think that because I actually proved it. At this time, I just, I mean, I had a chip on my shoulder thinking nobody could um really fuck with me. Yeah. So when I heard Fred the Guard rhyme with his punchlines, I'm like, like, it's a, you know, like when people say they play basketball with people and they make you reevaluate your game, like he made me re reevaluate yeah, yeah, yeah. my rapping skills because that nigga's punchlines is next level. Like his rhyme, his his flow, his cadence, his voice, his punchlines, his wittiness, all of that, you know what I mean? It's next level. Like Fred the God was the only person that'd get on a love song, get on a uh get on any type of record and punch. Like he's throwing punchlines on any type of record you could think of. So he's like, and I mean, he was like a, that was my guy, man. Rest in peace, Frederick God. That was my guy. Yeah, he he, he was a legend. And, and I think that you and uh, Clips did so much um, to change the way the industry was looking at battle rap. Like, mm -hmm. it, 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 this is what I love about it. Like, like early on, um, being in that, uh, just, just observing it as a fan. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because... Like, the bonds were starting to be built. You know, I feel like that was such a, like, everybody has to hate everybody type of time. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and yeah, me, for, me, me and Disaster hated each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't front. You guys had no choice, though. Like, the, the, so, 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 so did the respect come after the battle? So, yeah. And then it went, and then it got lit again. Then it, then it got cooler. Like, it's a lot. Like right, right, right now, I feel like at the age he's at and the age I'm at, it's going to stay love. Yeah, because we both matured and we both older, and you know, you, we both like it's kind of like a big brother and a younger brother. How old are you now? Thirty two. Okay. So you know, what I mean, Diz is probably like thirty six, thirty seven, something 38. like that. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Yeah, you see, so older than me. Yeah, so. When we was coming up in the game, it was like I, I was I was the younger guy that to just take stabs at everybody. Cause I feel like I'm the best and I want your spot. And the only way to prove it is to do that. So, you know what I mean? Everybody that's older than me is like, yo, slow down or 
whatever whatever things I needed to work on, they'll point that out. And you know me, I'm so passionate about my craft. If you judge anything about my rhymes, I'll take it like, you know what I mean? Like you disrespecting me as a man. So now I'm 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 on it. Like, you know what I mean? It's war. So that's how I used to take rap. Like everything you say, this is whack, that's whack. It, you would you would think somebody disrespected my mother. So that was what would happen. I'll say a bar, he'll be the first one to comment. Oh, that didn't make sense. That's whack. It was a disaster, man. And then it just start. So we'll yeah. be good. Something he don't like, he's gonna voice it. He's very vocal. Yeah. Me, I might I might not say nothing about how I feel to somebody acts, but he's gonna say it. So as soon as he says it, the fire is ignited. But now we got to a common place now where you know what I mean we respect what each other does and like you know what I mean we we motivated each other. That's yeah. that's what it really is like. Stuff that was said for me, stuff that was said from him was for each of us to get to the level that we got to now. You know, last night when I was uh, talking to him, he was telling me how he, like, you know, him having a child now really changed his place. And he found a way to adapt the way he was thinking as in, like, shitting on people or, or yeah. thinking in a negative way to thinking in a positive way. And he, like, he had nothing but dope shit to say about you. You know, you know no, 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 likewise. But see, like, even even with the negative things, it's like when you, like, I've learned now not to be so, um, like, attached to what I, like, art is art. Somebody might like your art. Somebody else might hate your art. But it's art. That's what it's there for. It's there to be judged. So you got to separate yourself as a human being from your artistry. That's the toughest thing to do for, for artists. You know what I mean? And it takes time. So now at this point, like, lessons like that with him, you know what I mean, to now... Not that it's him, but anybody else saying it, it's like, all right, cool. I get it, cool. Yeah. So, so what was the pressure like? Like, I feel like in that battle, having Drake there because mm-hmm. you made Drake a fan that night. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, what I'm definitely and, wasn't and, a fan and, before and, that. And I feel like that stepped his game up, Drake's game up. Like to be able to sit there and observe something like that yeah. with such artistry, you can't go out and drop a record the next day or record a record the next day. And be regular about it. You got to really yeah. start sharpening your pen. Iron sharpens sharpens iron. You yeah. feel me? I feel like that had to be a lot of pressure in that battle. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of pressure because, like I said, we was both two passionate people that, in our respective right, felt like we was the best at what we did. So, like, we kind of, like, set the ground. Like, so before me and Diz did that battle, there was no celebrities coming to battles. After we did that battle, then you started to see P. Diddy, uh, Lloyd Banks, Busta Rhymes, Q-Tip, now Remy Ma, whoever, whoever else you could think of. But like at that time, it was I remember it like like yesterday. Once it once that battle happened, they edited it in like seventy two hours. As soon as it dropped, it shut down World Star. Like it was like the most views on World Star, and it was like a battle, and everybody and their mother was talking. Kevin Durant was writing about it. Um, his name is the hit maker now, but Young Berg, every everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. you could think of, like so we kind of like changed the trajectory of where, after seeing that, now it made celebrities cool. Like okay, we'll be at a battle, and what made it even crazier is that Drake missed the video with Future to be at our battle. Fire. So that that had everybody like, cause you know the way they said it at the time in the tablet was like, oh Drake misses Future video for some battle rap. So now, you know, just off of that alone, everybody wants to know who the fuck, why the fuck did he miss the battle? And then that's why our battle just kept gaining traction because everybody wanted to know, you know what I mean, why, why was Drake not there? So it was a good, it was, a, that was a great time shit. of battle rap. Yeah. Like, look, I'm, I'm on record because recordings are out there. I'm on record saying, like, I think Drake is the greatest 
And, and, and I, I'm going to rephrase it today, but I'm going to say it like I said it, right? I think Drake is the greatest corny rapper of all time. And I meant that, and I said it, I think I said it wrong, right? What I yeah. mean is Drake is the great, I, I, he, I think he's the greatest artist ever. Gentleman. I won't say corny. I'll say mm. gentleman. Because as, as I'm, I'm from 1985. Yeah. I'm from an era where it was Big L, Tupac, Biggie, Jay, Nas. Like, it was gangster rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want people to have a certain persona about them that, yo, you can't fuck with them. Period. Yeah. You can't step to this person. They're all about that shit. Drake is the first one, and Kanye, but I think... Kanye was before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think what Drake did is... Uh, Drake's music is undeniable. So I want to correct that mistake, and I say the corniest. I think he's the, he's the gentleman... Yeah. That came in there and killed what everybody's idea was, like how long an artist could last. This, this is a legend in music. Probably the greatest musician For ever, sure. in my opinion, now. For sure. He, this dude just keeps fucking, he keeps adapting and making hit after hit after hit. That motherfucker was the one that was up there. Like, to say that you're battling, you're having a battle at 19 motherfucking years old, and you got this guy in... In the take care days of his career, sitting there saying, I want to be at this event overshooting the video with Future. That's a big motherfucking deal right there. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. A big motherfucking that's deal. That's, I, I don't know how much, again, a salute to you for being 19 years old and handling that like a G. I don't know how yeah. the fuck that shit happened. Yeah, it was and crazy. being in Toronto. Yeah, that's crazy. In front of this crazy ass motherfucker. Yeah. What, what, what's crazy too is like right before, like, that that we could like it could be like a documentary just on that battle alone. Like it really with, could. With, with all One the greatest battles ever. Yeah. But just like the behind the scenes, like like on both parties, like the battle was supposed to go down, it didn't go down on my behalf. Then when it was about to go down, it was like a bidding war. Like URL was about to pay like five times more than King of the Dot. And I and, and me just being smart, I'm like, well, if I battle him on URL and I wind up losing, this is gonna be way worse than if it happens on King of the Dot because that was like where I was at. So I'm like, if I battle him on King of the Dot, that's his world. If I go over there, I actually have a better chance. So I actually turned down more money because I was like, I don't think that's the smartest. And I, and I don't regret it either because I don't feel like the battle would have got appreciated the way it was supposed you to. You can't regret that. shit of what happened with that because that is no, a I foundation. Don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That, is, that is where somebody could look and say, if you want to start that, off understanding what battle rap they, is like, look at this battle. But what's crazy, that, that's literally, I get told that. It's, it's, that, that's the introduction for because it's the motherfucking about. truth. Yeah, if you want to just if you if you want to sit there and say, "Yo, y'all want to know what battle rap is?" Boom. And by the way, we got this motherfucker in the room because he yeah, got that loud ass goddamn laugh. Disasters in the motherfucking he's building. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but it, it it just is super dope. You know what else? I I feel like an innovator is what you could use as a title to who you are. Okay. With the two on twos. Yeah. You know, yeah. you and K-Shine. I, I wouldn't say innovator, though. Like, yeah, you're you right. Innovator in terms of, like, this form now. Because I, I I always like to be a person that gives, you know what I mean, people just do. I do this every time people say that because it's like, um, you know what I mean, it's like Jay-Z with jerseys, but then people say Fab is, you know what I mean, the person that wore it. Okay. So, like, me and K-Shine, we are the people that catapulted it to, like, the level that it's at now. But the people that started it, Marv One, Quest McCody, Ilmac, Thesaurus, Marlo, Shuffle T., that's like the people that started the two and two thing, and yeah. you pushed it to superstardom. Yeah, it kind of like so. 
like going into that, that was like a thing that was like, like lost. It was like it was like fire at one point in time, like before I was battle rapping, and then it just got lost in the sauce because like the one on ones and the face offs and the grudge matches became a thing, and then it was like a point in time where that kind of got stale because when we first was in battle rap, everybody didn't really like each other, everybody didn't know each other, so or everything was coming from a genuine place. Everybody was on a hundred talking shit. All of it came from a real place. Then we all got cool. So then it was kind of like a draw point where it's like, all right, people just doing these battles to do them. And you know what I mean? Battle rap was kind of like needed like a resurgence. And then I realized that. And then um, me and Kayshawn always wanted to do the two on twos and we just never did it. And then um, we wound up getting a call from Ur to do the battle um, versus John, John and Sire boy. And then literally when we did it, everybody started talking about it. And then I, I, I picked up like, okay, this could be something. Because at first, Smack was making a joke of it. Like, oh, yeah, that's some, like, Broadway play shit. I'm like, all right. And then we did the battle with John John and Sire Boy. We did the battle with Verb and Hitman, Marvin Quest, and then he called me the next day. And then after that, you, that's when it started taking off. It was me and Sean versus Chess and Steams. Then we went on Queen of the Ring and battled Bonnie and 40. And then the next thing you know, URL's calling me, like, Asking me and Sean for the blueprint on how do we set up double double impact? Like literally, it's an event. Fire. After that, and then everybody got and, and 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 make no mistake about it. You just came in the game. And y'all motherfuckers were smoking the competition, and then y'all had a little controversy with yeah. uh with yeah. with Sue Surf and Tay Rock. Tay Rock. Yeah. And and I feel like that was, you know, that was the first time that somebody tested y'all. Yeah, but that there was a great lesson in that, right? So. I always feel like in it's never a loss, it's a lesson. The lesson in that battle was me and Kayshawn already had battled like 13 or 14 times. We should have let Sue Surf and Tay Rock battle someone else because with the skill set that they both possess, plus just the excitement to see them team up, there was really no way we can go into that, go into that battle evenly with, with a chance to beat them. So he was at a disadvantage. It's like, let them wear off their first time. You feel me? That's like... You hear, it's like, all right, you see D-Wade and LeBron going at it these whole times. You're like, oh, my God, this duo's crazy. And then out of nowhere. Curry and Durant come through. Yeah. Everybody's excited. Now, these are two people that could drop 30, but we're excited to see them. And then they come through and give us just what we wanted to see. They drop 30, and it's fire. There's no way we could go against that. So we're supposed to let them battle somebody else, get all that out the way, then clip them. But we didn't do that, so... You know what I mean? And we wound up learning the lesson, which yeah, was valuable. Yeah, because then it was just like, all right, we're, we're just going to beat him up and get it over with. Yeah, then when we ran it back, we knew we knew exactly what to do. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah but that was that was, a, that was a good part of the story. We needed that. Because at that point, you know what I mean? We would have just, we didn't never learn on, on certain things. And we actually learned from them too. Because believe it or not, when you're somebody that may have like been the first person to do it, but someone else is watching you do it, they're seeing things that you're not seeing because they're the student watching. So when they started doing it, like it's things we learned with them that we weren't doing that we had to start doing after that. So it was it was a good it's a good test. And, and and you're a businessman with it, so you're you got all these things that are going on with battle rap, but at the same time you're juggling business and you got get money, drink water. So talk to us about that. Um, that that really just started like one that that started from a troll. Like one day I was. In, on Instagram and somebody was hating and I just commented under there like get money and drink water and then um like it got mad likes because people just thought it was so funny 
But I was being serious because I'm like, yo, obviously, if you're hating on me, I know you. it's no way you're getting money. And if you are, like, water is just the shat, like the surface level. But what I mean is, like, if you're putting the good stuff in your body, you're working out, you feel good about yourself, you got no reason to hate on nobody else. If you're not secure with yourself or feeling good about yourself, it makes sense why you would be coming over here talking crazy to me. And then after I seen a response, I'm like, okay, I got something with it, with this. And then I dropped the merch, wound up dropping an album independently with Rain that went crazy. And then... Shout out Rain. I mean, yeah, shout out to Rain. And then it just turned into a brand manager comp- management company now. So, yeah. So how's that shit looking for you as far as, like, the business aspect? Because, you know, I am a businessman. I created this podcast. It's called The Dancer Project, just straight literal, right? Like... I, I went by alias of Tony Danza because Tony Danza, who's the boss? Yeah. I'm a boss, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, I was I was sitting in there. I was I was creating a studio in a room, and I'm sitting down there with uh, shout out Conway the Machine and 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 shots shot Conway the Machine's little brother shots. And we're sitting in the uh, in the room, and he's like, "What the fuck are you gonna do with this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Maybe I'll just fucking create some sort of a project in here and do some, like, podcasting or some shit or whatever the fuck I do. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll yeah. just do a fucking podcast. And I created that, and I think a, a lot of what people don't understand about business, anything you start, right? You're in battle rap. People just look at it as, oh, well, you, they just get paid, they got money, they're rich. But they don't see the sacrifice that a motherfucker makes to invest into themselves to create a brand. Yeah. So what is that like for you, creating your own brand and having your own brand is that something that like it took you a while to build up did you invest a lot into it how did that work as far as a business standpoint uh it's like a never-ending process um, process like at first you know i did things to start building my brand then i stopped real life catches up with you then you start again and then every time you do it you know i mean you find yourself learning new things as you should as the world goes on and your life goes on to where you get it right like you know i mean the first time i came out with, with clothes, it was like a stick figure going like this. Terrible shirts, terrible logo, all of that. Then you go back, do it again, get it right a little better, and then you get to the point where you got high-quality stuff that you can actually put into the store, which is now. So that's like the process with anything. Like, once you learn, like, the main thing once I learn is, like, okay, the money is cool. That's just to take care of shit that you want to take care of. Your name is worth more than any dollar amount you can have. So that's why you got to always keep your name in good standings. I mean, you don't want nobody to have nothing bad to say about you. And you always want to make your brand where you're able to reinvent it, do different things, and not be limited. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're acting, like typecast. You don't want to turn into, no disrespect, like Jaleel White. He could do 20, 20 different movies. You're only going to know him for being Steve Urkel. And yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want your brand to be like that. Absolutely. So, like, when I got those opportunities to be on ESPN or, like, right now, even... I got music that's placed in movies or, you know what I mean, battling. And and, and what I mean by that is you can, I'm still me. Like, I'll, I'll battle, but you'll see me battle in different elements to show you that, like, I'm not limited to just this one style of being hardcore. I could battle on ESPN. I could battle in front of kids on a rap game. I could battle in front of a a school for a science project. Like, I could do a song that's and in You could movie. do a Freestyle Friday, win 25 bands. Tell me about that shit with yeah. the BT shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that literally was like... um. URL just called, and I already had a great relationship with BET. Like, I was doing freestyles for them um, in general. Like, and then they, they had, like, a resurgence of 106 in Park. I hosted it. So we already had a great rapport. And then they was like, yo, we want to do something incorporated with Battle Rap and put it on the actual awards because Mook, Calico, Arsenal, 
um, Couture, they like did a live cipher in 2014. And then in 2015, they, they did like a black and white all battle rap cipher. And then we did we did the cipher in two no 2016 no 2000 I'm trying to think but however however the, the days were, the date yeah whatever yeah. however the years was they were doing ciphers at first and then they wanted to take it to a step higher and actually do battles and when they did battles because I had a good rapport with them they was like yo is DNA available and then Beasley and them reached out asked me I said yeah and then um you know Geechee Gotti was in it Shotgun Shug and T Top and um yeah. You know, I, I just feel like because I've been on that stage, like I said, I battled in front of ESPN rap game. I, I like and being part of Grind Time. How did it feel like smoking everybody and getting that dub? I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was it was like second nature because, like I said, I had experience doing that, so I know how to. One thing, one thing about me that I learned that people tried to cripple early in my career, and I fell for it. And now I understand it is I know how to read the room well. I know how to read the room in real life. And I know how to read the room rapping. Like, I know how to adjust to my audience. Okay, they want cookie-cutter lines that are right there mm-hmm. because they don't kind of know battle rap. Okay, I know how to give them nothing but current events. All right, I'm in a room full of rappers. I know how to really rap. So once I, re- once I realized that I had that power to be able to adjust, like, when I was in that situation, I knew it. I'm like, everybody else in there is going to try to really battle, like, more on URL or King of the Dot or Grind Time. And I'm going to go up here and just say what I know the people understand and win. And that's, that's what I did. And, and you went out there and did just that. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's dope. Like, I, that's the ultimate form of comedy. Like, we talk shit about sports and shit like that. Like, to be able to sit in front of a motherfucker, in front of a crowd, re, and, and I talk about this with the last few episodes, doing this battle rap series, and it's like, I feel like, you know, I did music, right? Like, I used to record and shit and used to to do music and shit. And that's simple. You walk into a booth, you got something rehearsed, you go in there and you record it. That's a simple process. Mm -hmm. To sit in front of a crowd, battle, have somebody dissing you as, as with, with months of research a lot of the time, trying to do the best they can to tear you down and still somehow be able to, Remember everything that you were you were going to say and be able to do that with the same energy because people are trying to fucking tear you the fuck down. But sure. still, somehow, no matter what, you're able to come out with that same energy the next round. Remember everything that you wanted to say and say, improvise and do all that shit. This is a, a very difficult fucking industry to be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To be able to battle rap with people. No, it is. It's like the toughest... It's the toughest thing. Everything that can be used against you will be used against you. So you gotta gotta know how to operate. You gotta know how to move. You know how do you mean? keep your composure though? Uh, I mean, that's easy. Like that's just like it's just words. So I'm not really caught up in what people are saying because nine times out of ten it's not true. So it's like that's cool. My main thing is like I get to go. Plus, now I got to a point where I. You know what I mean? The greatest, the greatest attribute when you get older is learning to lose an argument but win. Like, know that you're right and be like, yeah, you got it, just because you don't want to argue. But in my younger days, I like to argue. So that's a battle for me. I like proving somebody wrong, showing them you don't make sense, like making them look like a fool. So battling is nothing. You can say whatever you want. Now I go. Now, you're, you're, you're somebody that's just 
you you went through all the battles. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And also, like I told you, think about that. Like I said, my dad died when I was nine. You know what I mean? My parents both were on drugs. If I could deal with that battle, I, I definitely could deal with this battle. Yeah. So, like, once once I was able to deal with that, like, in real life, when I'm battling, it's, like, therapeutic. It's, like, actually here, I have a chance to win. The real battles in my real life, these are the ones that I might lose because I don't have control over them. I actually have control over what happens between me and you because I get to prepare for it. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to lose this one. So, that, that's how I kind of really... Went into all of them. Now, there was an issue in the history, obviously, with you and Smack. You started battling elsewhere, and he took offense to that. Yeah? When? I mean, from from what I know is, like, there was the the history of you. You you left that Battle Rap League to battle in other leagues. Was that, like, an issue back then? Nah, not for okay. me. Not for me. Not for me. Only issue, only issue I ever had with Smack is when he said I was going to lose the ill will, and then I clipped him. Okay. With the get smacked the fuck out of it. No, that's an issue for people right now. Like they can't they can't I mean move around. Like so that. so like what is your relationship with all the leagues? Not great. Like me, like me, I don't I, I never got caught up until like, yo, um, yo, I'm this league, I'm this, because I'm not. I don't, I don't have any majority share. I don't I don't have any shares in the company. So absolutely. I mean, I respect what everybody's doing. I love what every league is doing. I appreciate it, but I was never the guy that says, like, I'm this. Like, if anything, you look at me as, like, I'm an ambassador of battle rap. I represent battle rap. I don't represent one league because that league is that league. Like, you know what I mean? Now, if they want to do some business and, I mean, I can get ownership, then, yeah, I mean, I'd be part of one league. But, like, nah, until then, I'm just, like, I, I keep a good rapport with everybody because business is business. And if the business is good, why would I limit myself just to be, you know what I mean, one one thing? Like, in my later years, the situation that I got set up with URL is, like, so in, ideal. In your later years. You're 32 motherfucking years old. I'm saying in my later years yeah, of battle rap. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, no, when I first came to battle rap, I used to battle in so many different leagues so many times. Like, in the past, I want to say, like, three years, I haven't really battled that much off of URL because the situation over there has been so great that... You know what I mean? Like I said, business-wise, it would make no sense for me to go nowhere else. Like, at that point, I would just be... Like, I, I never let people get in my mind. So I wouldn't let somebody be like, oh, man, you're stuck to URL. It's like, no, the business is not good here. You'll see me go somewhere else. But since it is, I'm going to be here. What does it take to get you to battle? <sighs> is, Mot- it a, motivation. is it a number? Oh, okay. I mean, sometimes the number is the motivation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, Motivation. I mean, sometimes the number won't matter because it's the person that I want to kill. Like, it's certain people that just get me to be like, all right, I want to clip them. And that's early. Now, the number always matters because I know what I'm worth. But I'm saying some different things drive it. Sometimes people will offer a number and it may be somebody I didn't even think of. But, like, shit, you about to pay me that for this? All right, come on. And then sometimes it's somebody I want to kill, so I want to kill them first. I ask you that. Is there anybody that you do want to kill? Yeah, of course. Of course. We, we can know that name or not. Yeah, Lux. <sighs> Lux. Easy to block, Captain. Yeah. Why you want to kill him? Two different reasons. Easy, I feel like I feel like he... So, it's tough to say, right? Because he's battled everybody that's tested. So, you can't say you haven't been tested. But as a competitor, when you know where you can go with somebody, and then when you see where everybody else is going, it's like, yo, you skating by. Like, if this was me, we would have been got this shit out of here. So it's all for that. And he's feeling himself, as he should. So he's not doing nothing wrong. It's just like, 
when 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 you know what you're capable of, and then when my name gets brought up, it's like downplaying it. Like, oh yeah, DNA, da da da. Like you could just brush over it, and then you know we in a battle rap culture where it's what have you done for me lately? So they just jump on a bandwagon. Oh, he's hot. Yeah, he don't got a battle DNA. And like I told you, even though I worked on it, I still take that shit like you disrespecting my mother. Like I take that personally. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean, after all I did, you should be even happy that I'm mentioning your name. Like even in this interview. Like, I'm good without battling you, but the competitor in me just says, like, all right, you hot, I'll I'll demolish you. So let's make it happen. So when you know he plays the game back and forth as he should, it's just like, all right, when that day comes, I'm going to clip him. And then Lux, it's like, you know what I mean? I respect Lux. I was watching Lux before I even started doing it. But, you know, I just feel like he just skates by with nostalgia. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen him be – in the, in the pocket, that's scary, like, all three rounds. So when you get glimpses of, like, half a round and they go, oh, my God, it's like, now, nah, if I was to do that, I would be considered, like, I fell off. But because, you know, he has that leverage of what he did 10, 12 years ago, anytime he shows glimpses of that, they'll, they'll, they'll go crazy. So it's really on competitive levels. It's never – it's personal because it's competitive, but it's not really personal like I got personal issues with it. Yeah, well, that's dope in general to be able to – observe that and understand that because a lot of people can't yeah you know what i'm saying and again i'm 37 you know i'm about to be 38 32 and and for me at 32 i was really just no matter what i try to say or anybody tries to say i was just really trying to i was really starting to get it together at that age yeah you know what i'm saying where i really started picking my shit up getting out of my game so to be able to observe that and understand that at that age that it's 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 healthy competition that's that's a scary thing for other other battle rappers to try to go up against yeah. a motherfucker that understands that shit and understood that shit so young. Which, so which, what what is stopping that from happening? So I'm gonna tell you something, right? With with me, exactly what you said. Everybody else, everybody that battle raps is intelligent. Clearly, that's why you're able to do this on a high level. So they understand what's happening. They understand when you. It's certain people you can get that got a big name that they're not going to apply pressure. They're just going to be there for the money, take the battle, do whatever, whoop-de-whoop, party, get the money. They understand with me, I'm in training. Like, it's no hanging out, it's no clubbing, it's no Danza project, it's no going to basketball games, nothing. If I'm locked in a battle with you, I might... Only person I'm going to really see is my daughter. You know what I mean? And after that, then I'm locked in for you. And people know that, so they don't want to... It's like, it's a thing. Like, if there's a locker room, it's like DNA takes this shit too serious. So even when I tell people, like, ah, I'm, and in my mind, I'm like, ah, I'm not going serious. They look at it like, yo, there's no such thing as that. So if you can get out of that, why would you go in front of that? Like, the coach had made it possible where Easy could weave his way out of DNA. So what do you think he's going to do? He's not going to say, oh, let me go let me go in front of the toughest challenge. No, they're saying, yo, you don't got to battle DNA, man. It's boring. So he's going to diverge because they're giving him an outlet. If they put pressure and said, no, this is where you got to go, you have no choice. Same thing with Lux, but I think the Lux battle is like it's closer to happening than the easy battle right now. And if the Lux battle happens, the easy battle is like good night. Yeah. That should be some wild shit right there. That'd be crazy. I, I love having crazy. another battle rapper in the room sitting there like getting hungry. You know what I mean? There's somebody, you know, disasters over here sitting there like, oh. You know what I mean? Cause it's it's dope. To, to know that he like me me and him me and him spoke, like to know that he respects your art so much is dope. Like Battle rap is fucking dope. I feel yeah. like, I, I personally feel like that's, like you could sit there and talk about 
all the dope artists that make music and make all these millions of dollars because of all the advertisements that pour in behind it and shit like that. But there is that, and this is what I was talking to Mook about, is you see that Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight. And it was dope, but you knew that Floyd Mayweather was going to take over that yeah, shit. Yeah. But if you put him in the street, Conor McGregor's got the other shit. He could use his legs. He could choke. He's he's more skilled as a fighter to kill you, to take your life, than a boxer. Yeah. I feel like that's what battle rappers are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you could get in the booth, write a verse, spit the verse. Right? That's easy now because you, you, you write incredible verses that last uh, a series uh, of rounds with an extended amount of time. Like yeah. the, the, your one verse is an entire track. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are doing that in front of a crowd. There's no like mulligans. You know what I mean? There's no like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me do it again. Let me re-record that. You can't do that shit. You're in front of a fucking crowd. You got to do that shit in front of the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do that shit. You're going in front of the world. You're be, you're, you, you could somehow contain your composure to look at a motherfucker, blast these rounds off, go at it three straight times, no slip-ups, kill it. Battle rap is, that's the hierarchy. Those yeah. are the kings. Those are the ones like, and, and, and you see it from the artists. The reason the artists started, like, when you had Drake pull up and you got all these other artists that are pulling up because you can't do nothing but respect that shit. That's the hard shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the hard shit to be able to do what y'all do. That's incredible. Nah, facts, facts. I mean, like I, like you said, man, we, I said, we all say this time and time again. Somebody can make a record, and they got 20 years to keep performing that record. After my verse is done, I'm frowned upon if I say this verse again, unless we're doing a documentary where I'm talking about one of my greatest battle rounds. If I go recite this again, yo, he's recycling. Where in their industry, that's, that's known. Like, sing along. We got to make people cheer for things they don't know that's about to happen three times, and then in my position, I got to rebuttal what they're saying because so now I gotta not only remember my shit, I gotta listen to what the other person's saying and see what the crowd likes and then rebuttal it. So it's, the, it's like the toughest it, thing to do. I, in my in opinion, general, dopest sports. You got sports. Sports is dope. It's fun. You got music. Fucking, it's Friday. New music. Friday. New tracks dropping. A bunch of dope shit. In my opinion, battle rapping is the dopest surprise of all. You know what I mean? Like so, I, I enjoy watching a battle several times just to kind of because you find you listen, you find something new. Out yeah, every yeah, time. yeah. And and you really do have to fucking gotta listen. You gotta rewind yeah. a lot when you when you hear the 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 bars because yeah. the shit really does go over a lot of people's heads. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, like I, I I noticed the comments right in the comment section. Oh, uh, they didn't say anything, and then twelve minutes later. Oh shit! I just caught that they said this, and 14 minutes later, oh they said this, and oh the first bar was with the third bar, and it was this, and the whole shit was wordplay. Like that, the shit y'all do is fucking complicated. Do you feel like what? What do you feel was the most difficult battle you've been in? I got a few. So, like I said, definitely the disaster battle, Mickey Fax battle. 
Cause, cause, cause everything, everything, a lot of shit was going wrong then too before the battle, and then um, yeah, I probably put those top two. It's the only time where I had like a, like a, a like a heavy worriness about what's gonna happen. Like a lot of other times, I'm just like, I'm only worried about me messing up. I'm not really worried about what the other person is gonna do. And looking up statistics, I see that like no matter what. Uh, stat you're looking at or what website your top five most viewed battle rappers mm-hmm. in the world yeah does that put pressure on you when you are picking a battle nah I mean it should right because if I was more of a politic guy it probably would have and maybe I should have in my career but I've always been just a competitor that's my thing like if you hot and people are talking about you I'm ready to battle I'm ready to win if you're an athlete then who are you I don't even know. I never even thought of it that way, to be honest. Like, are you, you have to tell me. Yeah, I don't, that, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I mean, are you, I mean, I mean, like, I, I would, I would. I mean, you, you got to go like I mean, Kobe like, Bryant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I definitely train like Mayweather, Kobe Bryant, and got like the mentality like Jordan. Like Jordan, Jordan used to make up shit so he didn't like you before the game. Like that's how I get when I'm in battle mode. Like anything, any slight little thing you say, I'm gonna take it like personal until the battle's over because that's what's going to drive me to want to. I mean, clip you. And then I'm sitting there looking at my own shit like, yo, it's not good enough. I don't celebrate until, like, I mean, until it's over. So, yeah. Do you do you walk away from battles feeling like you won, or do you walk in, walk away from battles thinking, oh, I could have done better and shit? Like, are you one of the people that beat yourself up? Or you? I don't beat myself up, but I always think I could have did something better because it's always a line that had come to you after the battle, like I should have said this or I should have said that or I should have maybe did this instead. But I'm also real. If I lost, I don't know. I lost. I was. I got no problem saying that. So, you know so man? if if how many battles did you lose? Clearly, I probably I definitely lost under ten battles. Clearly, in my whole career, I got like about a hundred and like seventy. Clearly, like there's battles where you can go either way, but like when I clearly lost, it's probably like five. Like where yo DNA got smoked. And, really and, and, and and if you were to take one of those and the that you wanted to the get back on, who is it? Probably Tay Rock. Okay. Because I feel like I feel like I'm winning to that battle thinking that the fans love me. And that's the last time I felt that way. Like, anytime I go into a battle now, it's like, it is what it is. I'm going to fight. Then I'm coming off the ill will battle. So I'm just going in there like, yo, they about to treat me how they did with ill will. And then I got surprised. Like, nah, we like Tay Rock a little more today. Now when I go into a battle, it's like, I'm just here. Let's see what happens. I'm going to work. But like. What I mean by like always learning, like my last battle was with KCJ on Kings vs. Queens back in March. And I like this is like one of my great performances. First round, round of the night, shook the building, I slipped, fell, we buttled it, crowd went crazy. But what I learned from it is that I had the crowd so much in the palm of my hands in the first round, I got comfortable. And in the second round, I didn't deliver my material like I did in the first. So it kind of didn't land the same way. And then in the third, because she went so crazy in the second, and it put pressure on me. Then I got back in the killer mode. So what I learned from that is like always, you know what I mean? Yeah, stay in it. Like yeah. Never get comfortable with receiving the love or thinking it's over because it ain't over until it's over. And talk to me about the twerk battle. Twerk battle? That, that was like, that was like, that was like another day in the office. You know what I mean? Like twerk, like I had, I got a known record for like when the guys, new guys is hot to clip them. And you know what I mean? That, that was like the, that's just always so, Right outside of the battle, that was the first time the politics really kicked in. 
that's probably the one thing that discourages me from battle rap is the politics. Like, literally at that time, Twerk being a competitor wanted to battle me, but URL knew that I would fuck him up, so they, they kind of held the battle. And then what they don't understand is that when you do something like that, now you're making the consumer think that the veteran is chasing a new guy, and I'm not because the new guy is ready to engage. You guys are holding it back. So now I got to the point where, like, you know what I mean? Before I would think, like, oh, I can't say that on camera, but I have to because it's I got to protect my brand. So that was the first time I dealt with politics because the battle got held up, and then you had a bunch of people saying, oh, DNA's chasing twerk, and I'm not chasing him. He wants to battle me. I want to battle him. Y'all are holding it up. Y'all don't know about these phone calls I'm getting behind the scenes. Like, oh, yo, I mean, DNA, he's not ready. Da-da-da, you're going to fuck his shit up. So it's like, all right, cool. And then when the battle wound up happening, that's what happened. So it sounds like some Gervonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia type shit. I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. Like, like with me anyway, like with the new guys. And then after the battle, you know what I mean? They, um, the battle didn't come out for like. You can pull yourself. Go ahead. Yeah, the battle didn't come out for like five or six months because they waited for him to get hot again before they put it out. Damn. Yeah, so. Just to make sure that you, it wasn't murder for his career. That's how that should be. No, like, 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 yo, I, I really don't never like to tell those stories because I don't want to sound narcissistic. But like, yo, everybody know, like, if you like, not not that nobody's doubting their talent, but if you're about to battle me, you know it's about to be one of the toughest battles of your career. Yeah, because so, I'm not gonna play. So you got a lot of like, what is what is your view on the? By the way, that's your bottle. You know what I mean? I got yeah, that. Yeah, nah, I'm not finishing this. I'm so. just saying that's that's for you. I don't know how long you're gonna be out here. That's just ha, yours. All right, good. Um. There's the new generation. What what is your feelings about the new generation? Because I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it because I know people are um, up battle rap. Huh? You saying up battle rap? Yeah, I like them. I mean, I, I I don't think it's nothing like our generation, but I like them. I think they're talented. I think I like it because it makes it lets me know how much Im- impact we had on the culture. Because now we got people that's emulating us. Like, you can go see, you know, variations and people that watch what we did and emulated it, and now they created their own style or they're a better version of what we were at the time. So it's a great thing to see that the culture is progressing and moving forward and evolving. So I love to see it. But, you know, it's like it's like when your grandfather tells you a story about how shit was back in his day, and you looking like, nah, da-da-da-da. Like, that's how I feel now. When they talk about their struggles, it's like, Come on, man. Like, right now, a battle rapper entry level, like, like a low number for a battle rapper now is like $5,000. Back in our day, that was like, oh, my God, I'm about to get $5,000 to battle? Yeah. Like, now, that's like... Y'all paved the way yeah, like right for now, these cats to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. See, see, the way, again, I damn near... I, I don't like saying it because I feel like people are going to start comparing me to Bud and being that old grumpy man and shit like that. It isn't the same. No, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? It, it is. It isn't the same. It's not. You're not digging. You're taking the foundation that somebody else laid for you, and you're having an opportunity to be there. No, but the intensity is not the same. It, but that's why, yeah. because y'all had to. I had the, the shit was the shit was life or death. Yeah, it was that. But I just think it's like you know, like when you just get that class in the. In like right NBA. now, people just get that viral TikTok vi- video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For y'all, y'all had to like sell CDs on Times Square. Yeah. But like, like CD, just, DVD, five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Just you know like the, I mean? just like that class. Like 
with with LeBron, Melo, Wade, Boss, all of them. Like you don't get classes like that. Like you, in our battle rap class, you don't get too many people that pop out, and they all got so many different styles, and it's so unique. Like now, all right, this guy may be unique, and then you find six guys. That and of course, that, that's drum. like, all right, they sound just like this nigga. Come on, when we gonna get somebody that got their own style? It's oversaturated for sure. Yeah, like literally, when my class came up, we all were different, and we're still different to this day. Like, but we're all legends and goats. So, I, I like the new class, but it's like, you know what I mean? And, and I only say that because I try to have so much respect for them because I appreciate them moving the torch forward and all that. But then it's like, you know, they don't know how to be humble about it. They're like, I right, and you know, we'll wash out. And it's like. I, yeah, could cut that drill shit out, my boy. Yeah, yeah, and I can't, I can't speak for everybody, but me, no. Yeah. Like it's not when I when, when I can't do it on a high level, I will retire easily. I would not be the wash. Do you battle see rapper. that as something you could do? Like you know, like you you always had the conversation of Jay Z retiring and shit like that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's a thing of like retiring, right? But it's like a, I'll do it when I want to do it. Like I'm kind of at that point now. And as things keep moving and progressing, it might get to a point like once a year, then probably once every three years. And then it might be like, oh, shit, it's been eight years. DNA came back. But I'll never say I'll retire because I might be 42 and get the itch. Like, I don't like how this nigga's talking. I'm going to clip him. That's fire. But what I'm saying is if I ever get to the point where I know I can't do it on a high level, I'm going to bow out. Or I won't come back. Do do people ever truly know that? If you self-aware, you do. Yeah, it's hard. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But I, I was talking to my boy the other day, and I'm like, yo, because, uh, you know, we started off the podcast round zero two years ago. And I can't throw the names out there to disrespect anybody. But I'm like, I don't want to be like this person who's promoting the fuck out of himself and really believes in himself. Yeah. But... But the truth is, is after fucking spending 138000 on their career, they still only get two likes per, Good you know night. what I mean? And nobody really fucks with them. Good night. But yeah. It, it, because people aren't aware of that shit. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be that person. Because you'll never, like, I'll never know what the world views me as. I just know that I genuinely enjoy having these conversations. Yeah. So for me, this is worth it. Yeah. I don't need to get the bag from doing podcasts and you know what I'm saying? The ability for me to be able to network and meet people and have conversations with the people that I grew up looking at, idolizing, that I respect, that I appreciate, that that allow me to be a fan yeah. of music, of entertainment. That shit to, to me is dope. You know what yeah. I mean? Like every, everybody wants to be able to, they say, what what would you do? Would you take the, the what, what, 50 bands or 100 bands or have that conversation with Jay-Z? For me, I'd have the conversation just to be able to fucking, yeah, but, and, and I'm talking about what, with anyone that I consider dope because there's, there's, there's shit that I walk away from, from this specific interview that I'm like, damn, like I'm a, I'm a get on that type of shit or I'm a get on this type yeah. of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the, but the thing really with that is like also the word retiring, it's like, yeah, you may retire from actually battling, but you're not retiring from the whole thing. Like the toughest thing for human beings to, to digest is their role. Like your role in life. Like, at one point in time, your role might be being the provider. You might be outside every day working a nine-to-five, boom, 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 boom. And then you might get laid off your job. And what most people say at that point is like, oh, I'm a failure. I'm falling off. I lost my job. But no, that might be that now it's your time. 
And your role might be to be at home and get more in tune with your kids. Because when you was working that whole time being that provider, you wasn't able to interact with your family and build a close bond. So people don't understand their role. Like me, I understand like my role in battle rap right now is not to be a full-time battle rapper. Those days is long behind me. Like right now, I'm here to be like the overseer. So I'm going to still do it. And even when I'm doing it, I'm teaching lessons. But I do media. I show up to events. I got a management company. I give advice. So like that's that's what I feel like people got to understand. So I'm not retiring. I'm just taking on a new role. But I feel like if you're evolving in life, you always got a new role. Could I you, never want to be doing we, the same could thing. Could we inevitably see you running your own league? Now, at this current time in the mind state I'm in, no. I don't want to do that. That shit is a headache. So, so in, in uh, talking about headaches and, and, and shit like that, like Summer Madness 2, mm-hmm. Enes. Yeah, that was a headache. Nah, shout out to Enes. Shout out yeah. to Enes. But, but like that, that's a, a, a battle that I feel like people look at and they're like, your DNA washed them. Talk to us yeah. about that. I mean, I mean too. in that situation, shout out to Ness because Ness is such an incredible rapper. And you know what I mean? I, I love I love to see what Ness is doing on Instagram now. He's getting a lot of love and praise from people, and he deserves it because he's, he's an incredible talent. And I just feel like he kind of washed himself in that battle. Like, I was just there because he wasn't showing the best version of himself that night. Like, he was – and we all been in that position before. Like, it just never happened to me on that grand stage. He was kind of, like, figuring out what to do in that era of battle rap because that's, like, when it kind of changed. So he wasn't knowing if he should be in Ness – when he's in his flow pocket and rhyming, or should he try to do breakdowns and be more jokey? So and it's difficult to go against a motherfucker like you that's going to tap into your emotion. Yeah, so he was being experimental, and it just kind of went wrong. And then, you know what I mean, I rapped, and then he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, like the antics and all the stuff he was doing kind of made him, like, that's why I say he kind of washed himself. Like, yeah. But we battled again in Philly, and he was on one. He was like the Enes that, you know what I mean, I used to watch, so it was a Way better battle than the first one. People got to watch that one. And that's an artist I do respect. Uh, And that's fire. Like I said, right now, and they got more raps than everybody. Any rapper. Not just battle rapper. Any rapper in general. He's dropping three verses a day. Going crazy. Dancing and all that. He really be getting in his bag. In his zone. You know what I'm saying? Which is dope, I think, about like uh, uh, most artists. Like I feel like that's a lost art. Is being themselves. Facts. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Like, I feel like everybody wants to be somebody else. Like, what you were mentioning earlier, like, we hear we hear, and we respect a, a P&B rock, and then there's 38 of them. And then we, we, you know, A Boogie comes out, and then A Boogie shit was different at first. And I remember talking to my nephew and, and him telling me about A Boogie. Yeah. Sound like macaroni in the boat. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like. And and then there was forty eight people that sounded like a boogie, and then it's almost like the the new cats, like oh a boogie ain't shit. Y'all gotta listen to this person and this person and this person, and it it, it is the way it is. But you but but when you have that awareness of the music industry, you could go back to the original, and you're like, nah, this is the. That's one. where it came from, yeah. So what I want to do right now is I want to take a brief intermission. We always okay. do it because we're live. For all the people, make sure y'all hitting the like button, share button, tap and subscribe. But when we come back, I need some. I need to hear a verse or some shit. I need to I hear some you. music. I got you. I got you. Landon, let me get an intermission on this motherfucker real quick. We live? Yeah. Okay. My mic sound good. My mic clear? Yeah. It's, it's my, right out. I'm in the building. Yeah, man. it's my homie Major. Go ahead. Do the, do, the, do the headphones on, though, so, so you can hear yourself good? clear. Yeah. Let me see. 
Go ahead. No, because I want you to make sure that the mic check is good. I Go ahead. You, I can hear you in here. Yeah. We clear? Yeah, we clear. Right, we locked in. Major ride out. DNA. You you tell me what you want to do now. Nah, we, we came for the bars, right? What are we doing? Yeah, shit. Dancing project. Come on, dancing know what he wanted when to hear. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I die for this yeah. shit, man. This, this, yeah. I love this shit. Yeah. Waiting on. Damn it, Landon. Mook gave this motherfucker a name. It's damn it, Landon. Damn it, Landon. I mean, damn it, Landon. You got to go on cue. You heard what he said. He said, he, he said we came here for the bars. We are shining. Go ahead, get the uh, that volume right. Make sure we write first. First, let me get that mic check. Mic, mic, mic check. Mic check. One, two, one, two. We good. We good. You feel like it needs to be louder? You nah, good? nah, nah. I'm straight. Huh? I'm beautiful. Let's get it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Man, this lifestyle's new to me Some people I outgrew and other people grew with me I still got a few with me The times I couldn't make it out, the ones that got through with me The real ones played it cool instead of saying they grew with me Turned 30 in April, but I'm still with the foolery Cause the kid in me just wants designer and jewelry I'm 15 at heart, but I'm not done with puberty I'm having flashbacks when I used to cut truancy Moms found out, she said, what was she doing with me? I dropped out, got homeschooled, but they couldn't tutor me I talked with my uncle, yeah, that would work usually but me and his bond, it ain't what it used to be I skipped college, could give knowledge, was misguided But sold CDs in the hood from two to three No diploma, but speak money fluently They thought I wouldn't be shit, but now look what I grew to be Could go wherever I want, whenever I want With no second thoughts, shit, my life's like a movie scene No 40 acres in a mule, but living beautifully And it's a price to pay for that, but it's cool with me so it's first class if you flew with me Accustomed to customs, get my bottles right at duty free Man, it's industry shit, it's no unity The Joe Biden that I was part of the coonery My imperfections to the world is for you to see A bunch of views, but please don't change your view of me Just look at every point of view when you're reviewing me So undecided, I wish God made two of me I'm a realist, I like my honesty beautifully And every time they lock the door, I found a newer key I'm gaining wisdom to the world's done schooling me And read the realest nigga ever on my eulogy Me Gone That's how you come in? Shit! He's different. How do you different. follow that? He's different Yeah, he's made it right out they say you can never show growth unless you change But once you start shining, they start throwing you shade Can't really fuck with you like Bow Wow Jermaine Keep hands far from me, got scope for better aim Came a long way from that house, right, slow main See rocks in the peace like Jay gave me a chain I can do magic with grams, I'm David Blaine And those are millionaires and still give you some game 580 bends inside, look like a spaceship Cartier frames to match the watch and bracelet Summertime green box dominoes with my aces Hit the club Bottle of spade by the cases Live with the two K's Been balling with the legend Live club Sunday We were stepping like a reverend She looked black and these caramel Be her complexion Sneaking stop traffic No lights and intersection This life that I'm living right now I manifested Gucci suit tailored The vest is double breasted School of hard knocks These niggas signing confessions Why it's only family Money and counting blessings Guns and butter Baby boy understand Real estate stocks and bonds Making bands I could tell that that you made the fans. Um, you get it from the yeah. top. Something yeah. like yeah. MDW ride out, man. Yeah. Made you ride out in the building. Yeah. Woo! 
Something light, man. Bro, that's that's what that shit's supposed to be oh, sounding nah, like, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what that tell music. That's the name Landon, run it back. One yeah, damn it, Landon. Go ahead, run it back. That's the essence right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can get into something. Yeah, I got we one more for him. Yo, we can give him the other one. Go ahead. Talk give him another one. Hold on. Uh. Uh. Look. What's poppin' now? Op is found, ain't no who got the crown Rock the town, competition missing cause I knocked it down And I've been round, know it's worth it when you lock the sound Came to make him sweat in these verses, I feel like Bobby Brown You got it twisted, big popper lyrics with pop decisions My optics different, use my third eye just to watch the business A lot's been scripted, chop around with this violent image Not as wild like the Cosby trial, you gotta quit it The wrong conviction, I have a missing an answer Never catch a victim slipping and tripping Should've handled better, too close, stand the pressure New note, the man that cheddar, kidnapped the famous seven make the call and ransom letter use a spot find a message to plot manifested used to watch in school a lot the jews i got is diamond tested crew is hot dying seconds move the props find the leverage check a fraud extra hard it's just my dog cause i ain't legend word to damon i'm putting major painting keeping i'll be shining marlin but i found my way in Sometimes them hustlers, they want to stay complacent You gotta let your power show when you raising Canaan Queens, I'm on the scene, niggas scared of this The origin where DNA was made This the manuscript, several changes Genetics changes before the earliest They sick of Corona, but I dealt the new variant That's one of them, they, they gotta rewind to really yeah, they gotta rewind understand this shit like, some niggas is blood and some niggas is crip You get judged by 12 and then carried by 6 New York state of mind, I'm from the home of New Knicks But ballin' like the Lakers in pandemic with chips I'm a hustler, get in touch with me The street life kinda stuck with me Get you 7 quarters or a buck 50 Never did business with strangers Chick is so risky Popped off the first time I met her, she's so frisky I sent her back home to a man But it's money over bitches, she's just not in the plans If you owe me something, pull up on your blocks of sedans Talk Grizzlies, put Shots in your talk. Mm. Mm. It's been a minute. Yeah. We riding out though. It's yeah. the Kasi, man. It's the Kasi. It's the Kasi. <laughs> Kasi Migos in the mother. Like, yo. Danza Project. Hey, Danza Project, man. We need to ride out. Look at my glass for me, man. Listen. That's that fire shit right there. It's, it's, a, it's, it's some shit that people be avoiding. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like I mean, the essence of. Listen, to come spar with this with this legend right here. Is when, when, when I said. You got me back in my bag. When I said. Uh, I wanted to let it turn that down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you could keep it out because it's a vibe. It could just be low in the background and shit. You know what I'm saying? When right. I said that. Um, I wanted to do this battle rap series with nothing but legends. I meant it. Mm-hmm. So. Got hit up by a few people and shit like that, but it was very selective because I don't want to, I don't want to have that conversation and be like, you ain't it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want to have that conversation. Like, people don't do that. Yeah. People don't feel comfortable doing that. What? I mean, yeah, they don't feel comfortable doing that because maybe, maybe if, maybe if we weren't doing this shit live, you know, maybe if it was edited, a motherfucker would feel comfortable in the room. Yeah. We're doing this shit live. Yeah, we don't, like the motherfuckers outside. that are sitting there watching it right now, they're watching it right the fuck now. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's you know, there's you, you know you know it's you know it's so crazy, right? I remember like an old head telling me when I was younger, he was like, Yo, when you get older and you I mean you start because I was like 14, 15, like when you start dealing with girls, when you have kids, when life gets you, you're not gonna be 
hungry. Yeah, you're not gonna be who you are right now. This 14 year old nigga with rhymes that can just go at any moment. You're not gonna be that when you get older. And God, and God willing, he's alive to this day. He DM'd me like a couple months ago. I was wrong. Whew. Facts. That's that. That's 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 growth for an older motherfucker right there uh, to be able to. Nah, observe. because you know what you know what it is for me. It just be like, as long as I'm here, and I got a point to prove. That's why. That's why people be like, yo, why subject yourself to the negativity? And 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 it's a crazy thing. It's a sick thing to do, but I do it because that's what keeps me motivated. Some people are special. I block out all 150 comments that say Some I'm great. Are I look for the one. Some He's people trash. Are special. Like we saw Floyd. He's right? trash. We saw I like Floyd. That. Floyd goes 50 and 0. Some people are special. And like it, it's, mm-hmm. you don't believe it until you see it. Yeah. So when he said he was wrong, he meant that shit. Nah, you know what I'm course. saying? Because he, he's like, they weren't supposed to be that special. They were supposed to be human. Yeah. Some people are like, they're, they're, they're not human. Like DNA is one of the motherfuckers that. Yo, not like, human like. So I'm gonna give you your flowers right now in case nobody and I know motherfuckers gave it to I you. But you are that. not human like. I appreciate that. Man. I don't know how they got the DNA. I appreciate you feel that. me, but, but you, you are you not know, human like. You know what it is? Like to tell you some real shit, because we we having conversations. That's why a lot of times I get out the battle world. Cause when you in there, you, you, you sometimes you don't get your flowers. Like I just was saying earlier with the with the situation where they let I mean, new niggas duck wrecking all that and start making you think like, yo, am I am I bugging? Do I really think I'm you know what I mean? Like, I never want to be like the nigga that's delusional and narcissistic. And then I, I'll i go to do something outside. Like, for instance, like right now, I, I'm doing music syncing. So I just had my um, my song played on um on a new Peacock movie, Praise This, with Chloe Bailey and Drewski. So, you know what I mean? It's out right now. You can go watch it on Peacock. My song plays in there and all that. And when I'm in the course of working with my guy, Big Tank, shout out to him. You know what I mean? Just the praise of like, yo, this guy's incredible. Like, he's literally calling me. And like, yo, not even believing it. Like, yo, I need you to send me a song. I'm like, how fast? I need it tonight. Damn. And it's there. And then and then, and then, it, this nigga is not no regular nigga. So he's not just settling for half-ass work. When I send a song, out, I don't like the hook. Changing it. Sending it right back. Yo, I still don't like the hook. Changing it. Like, it's seven versions of that song until you hear it on, on the movie. And did, all seven. Did, did you come thing. into the industry wanting to be a music artist or a battle rapper? I think everybody did, cause like everybody did what, like wanted to be a music. Yeah, artist? Yeah, everybody okay. came into battle. Rap. So this is the thing, right? And no, yo. By the way, real quick, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to leave him, leave you out of it. Like, yo, talk your shit. Who the fuck are you? Cause you just came here and spit some fire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't want to leave you out of it. God damn it! Like, we need you to represent your shit. You feel me? Listen, man. Because people are asking about you in the comments right nah, now. Who the fuck good. is that? It's all good. I was just sparring with my boy right now. It's a major ride out on all social media platforms. It's, I'm not hard to find. I'm how, how you type that out? M-A-J-O-R-R-Y-D-E-O-U-T. So it's major ride out all together, no spaces on all social media platforms. Follow music artist, battle rapper, what are you doing? Nah, music a, artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. And I'm he dropped the freestyle. Um, shout out to my guy, Lloyd Banks. He just dropped the freestyle to his record, Keys to Success. Yeah. Lloyd Banks' album just came out last week, um, Course and Inevitable 3. Yeah, I just yeah, I just freestyled on that little remix and we toe tagged that. And I mean, I'll, I'll give you a little something before we get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send you, we'll send you the record. I have D send you the record. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. That's what we doing right now, man. But 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 talk to me. What I forgot what was the last. What the fuck were we just saying? We're talking about. Yeah, nah, hell yeah. 
Hey man, it's all about the Danza project right now, man. My boy DNA, you heard? <laughs> Yo, nah, yeah. what was you saying though? We were just talking. What the fuck were we just talking about? I, I had to, I had to make sure that we, we, we got that yeah, shit out. Yeah, of the way. Gotta, this is this what I'm saying, me. motherfucker. This is live. You know what I'm saying? No, no, landing, you're live, no right, edit. You say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you. <laughs> whether whether it's a music artist that you came in to be, or whether it's oh, a yeah. battle rapper. Yeah, I said. So that's the thing. I feel like all of us came in trying to be musicians because that's what we was doing before. That was set. That was the standard. But like, shout out to Mook and Lux, all of them. But the class that I came in, we made this cool to be a battle rapper. Yeah. Cause you know what I mean, like they would, they were kind of, and, and it was Jay Mills back in the day too. Right? Yeah, shout out yep. to Jay Mills. I don't knock them because they were in a tough position, but they were they were at a point where they started walking around. I remember I used to watch in because I was fans of them being battle rappers, and I used to watch interviews where they'd be like, "Yo, I'm not a battle rapper, I'm an artist," because they the stigma of being a battle rapper was so frowned upon. And then when we came in, we kind of made it cool. Now it's actual battle rappers that have never wrote any music a day in their life and they watched us and they just grew up and wanted to be battle rappers. So it's crazy. Like, we Why literally not? started the industry. Yo, yeah. I'll I tell you what. I'm a fan, right? Like, I'm, I'm I'm literally actually a fan of the... I'm not somebody that... I won't I won't fake the funk and sit there and be like, I watched every battle. I know everything that happened. I'm just a fan of the art. So when yeah. I do get to... Because I, I live a real life. I own a business. I do the real life shit. You know what I'm saying? I got a child... In a relationship, if you if, Fire. if any motherfucker that's ever been in a relationship, you know right off the jump that shit is stressful as fuck. Right? So you gotta do this real life shit at the end of the yeah. day. But I'm able to still catch music and listen to my favorite artists and watch my favorite battles and be able to sit there and be a fan for all this shit. To be able to sit back and observe and be able to talk to y'all motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And 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 really be able to sit and just appreciate. What y'all do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 a beautiful thing. It really is a beautiful thing. And and I'm sitting here and I'm I'm talking to you and I'm I'm giving you flowers because you're doing something that again, like 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 what my boy just said, he's like a a, a pioneer. Mm-hmm. You you might not want to accept that that humble side of you. Might sit there and not want to accept innovator, but if you don't do it, nah, you 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 know why? Just because I'm such a you're humble. Nah, I'm humble, but I'm a realist. So it's like when I know I didn't start something, I never want. You might have not started it. No, no, but, in your in your yeah, point of view, you didn't. <laughs> but in your point of view, you didn't start it. No, but but but, but you know what? You but know people what, wouldn't respect but, but it you know as what that, much. But you know what you that is though, that. right? You know what that is though. I always feel like. The respect level comes in when you're able to do that because it's easy for you to say, I started it, and it's easy for me to say, yeah, I did. And then that, that'll be the story that's being Absolutely. told. But it takes the person that people are saying starting it to tell you but that's because you're a student. The history of where it came from, so you understand what you're looking at. Like that's that's a lot of times how history gets fucked up because the person is so caught up in themselves that they want the praise that they're just gonna take it, knowing that it came from somewhere else. So I'm cool with people saying that we took it to the next level because I believe we did. But I can't have the conversation without knowing the people that actually laid the groundwork. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because But that's because you're a student of the game. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So you respect it. And and, and as we're sitting here and we're like, damn, at 32 years old, the, the fact that you're able to to sit there and be able to vocalize that so clearly yeah. is wow. Because you're usually expecting people to be like, Psh. 
I made this shit. This shit was just about me. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm the yeah. MVP of this motherfucker. It's all about but me. But I, I be feeling like those people, like that's like the that's like the weakest kind of people. Because when when you when you're not able to look at something like me, when I when I really like the biggest enjoyment I get out of this shit is seeing like what it's become, and then how I how can I help to make it greater? You know what I mean? Because I'm like I'm just a a valuable piece on the board that studied and did all that. But like. Me helping to push it forward is going to be the shit that, you know what I mean? Like, I was just having this conversation with ours, and I was saying, like, what is more rewarding? Like, you actually having a great battle or you creating your own league and then you having loaded lux and hollow battle for it and that being one of the greatest battles that happened. Like, for me, one of the greatest things is my, like, I brought sponsors into battle rap that catapulted it to the level now. I like I like those accolades better than my own because it's like I didn't just do it for myself. When I win a battle, I'm... Literally winning it for myself. I feel like all y'all should come together and do it how it needs to be done. Because nobody too many, too many egos for that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to be simple. But the, what y'all did and the understanding that y'all have is different. Mm-hmm. Because you know what it really is like in the yeah. trenches. It's, it's like this. Like you watch the, uh, the NBA. You know how dope it would be if like Bron, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. That was that's my legend right there. If, rest in peace to if, if it was Bron, if it was Kobe, Jordan, and they were like, you know what, we're about to start our own league. You know how wild that shit would be because you got Cube doing the big three, right? And it doesn't get the respect it deserves because it's a non NBA player doing the shit. But imagine you had those three legends doing that shit. Imagine Bron, Kobe. And Jordan started their own league. Everybody's watching that shit. Insane. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like inevitably it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Inevitably it's going to happen. Some some way, somehow. But you're right. The egos over the top. And speaking of egos and, and everything that has happened, I would have never fucking imagined in a million years, in my opinion, because the battles are so crazy, that you could get flowers from a motherfucker like that you battled and, and did that shit. Like disaster. It's popping. <laughs> I'm in here now. What's up? I'm in Miami. I just crashed the interview. Facts, facts. It really it's is what happened. Um, it's crazy, man. The stuff that you guys are talking about. You know, I'm just chiming in, man. I think uh, a lot of things DNA said tonight were really important, man. A lot of people in battle rap need to hear that shit out. Um, we come from a different cloth of shit. You know, the reason why I have respect for DNA is because, you know, Personal shit is one thing that you could get over, you know what I'm saying, especially if you have love for this game when it comes to just knowing, like, your opponents. Like, you know, if we're, like, rivals growing up just with each other and watching him succeed and do crazy-ass shit and his longevity and all that, at one point, you got to be a fake-ass motherfucker not to respect it, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what started it in the beginning why, like, I just knew, like, DNA is just that dude, you know what I mean? I just... Always told him to. I gave him his flowers even when I talked shit. Yeah. But I sure. think it got to the point where he's right. And I heard him earlier. I was passing by and he was saying at this stage in our life, we probably won't get into it again. No, you know what I mean? No, I don't think so. And it's because the respect level. You have to understand, man. DNA is one of the only real battle rappers left. I'm going on record and say this. You're going to be interviewing a lot of different types of battle rappers. The cloth that we come from. And again, why you you're seeing him as humble when he's not taking credit for shit? Because the cloth we come from predates the internet, bro. 
you can't understand what it was like for a lot of this stuff that happened unless you were there. So like a lot of stuff with the two on twos and everything, the two on twos was mainly pioneered, not even by the guys that were mentioned. Obviously they made it incredible, but the jump off is what, you know, the, the company, the, the British, the British company, that put put it together. You know what I'm saying? You can't hear me or something? Nah, I could. It's just it's loud. It's, loud. <laughs> it's too loud. Yeah, no, Fucking you're up you're your good, ear you're with good, that. Good, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, that company revolutionized the two on twos by creating the World Rap Championships. Now, Immaculate and Thesaurus are the ones that won that shit back to back, and they pretty much made that a popular sport along with Marvin Quest. And there was other really good teams. The Australian team was really good. You know, three sixty and antidote. Mm. And you had Kid Twist and Nameless in Canada. And, you know, these guys were the people that were pushing the shit. And then comes that next generation. It's what, you know what I'm saying, Shine and DNA did. Like, they they, uh, they made it, like, to where it was accepted by everybody. And it was no longer, like, a niche thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I remember, like, the way I Everybody fucked that. with two-on-twos yeah, two after. Like, like it, became, it became, and I didn't know the story behind it that he he told. The fact that, like, he was hit up for the blueprint and all that. And that in the beginning, it was more of a discouraging thing. And yeah. DNA was really the one that was trying to do this shit. You yeah, know like, I mean? like, like, like. That makes him a pioneer in that aspect for sure. Yeah, no. And, like, like, literally, me and Sean, this is at Rookies vs. Vets. Me and Sean was doing the face-offs for Mr. Wavy and Chess. And we literally, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to say it when you look at it now, because now we're in our thirties. We're literally like kids with a good idea, and you know what I mean. You looking at Smack is like the OG, so we go to him like, "Yo, we want to do the two on two. And I mean, he shitted, he shitted on it. But like me, I'm one of those people that's like, when I'm confident in something, yeah. I'm confident. And Sean, you know what I mean? He when he wants to do something, he's gonna do it. So we like, all right, cool. I bet you come back for this shit. And we both said it to him like, and when it's lit, we're gonna charge you. We're going to charge you <laughs> because you're not fucking with it now. And literally, like, three battles after that, it became one of them things. So I, I always give flowers to them because I watched the jump-off battles and right. Marvin Quest and all that. You, but you brought it, it to the street shit, first of all, yeah. too. You actually brought a different formula to it with new attacks, new angles, new just approaches to it. So I feel yeah. Shine, him and Shine are two, like, that's that goes down in history as one of the greatest yeah. fucking... You know, like, yeah, when you want to talk about pioneering, okay, so I'll tell you what, because I didn't say this earlier. What I could say we did is the the actual rhyming process. Like, when people were doing it before, it was like four bars, eight bars. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Like, me and Sean started going half bars. <laughs> so I'll be like, yo, I walked to the store. And <laughs> yeah, my- yeah. So that's nah, what he's that's right. kinda, I, I guess they that's how I would that. word it is. They did do yeah. You made it something that, like, for me watching it, I'm sitting there like, how the fuck could they be this on point? You know what I mean? Because it is difficult to fathom as a fan. You're, you're in battle rap. It's going to be so much harder for both of you to understand what the fan feels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than, than anybody else. Like, what I feel like is, like, they got to fuck up. It's There's got to be a major slip But you up. know what's crazy, though? We fucked it. So, but, you, but you're able to... You know what's so crazy? We hung out so much and we argued so much because we're so different as rappers like and as people, as personalities. Like, I'm I'm strategic. I'm a thinker. I'm going to think something out before I do it. Sean is a hothead. He's just going to go. So that's that's the that's the performance you're seeing. I'm a scheme. I'm going to get to the point and do all that. And he's just going to be the electric performer. So when we're preparing, we're arguing. 
Because he wants <laughs> to just amazing. get to it. And I'm that like, no. Fire. And I'm like, nah, we got to do this and set up. And then we'll wind up making bets like, all right, well, when I do this, yo, DNA, I'm telling you it's not going to work. And then I, we'll, we'll compromise. And then when we're there, everything works because we matched, we matched it well together. And there's times that we freestyle rounds, but we just were so, with chemistry, like, yeah, it just sounded too goddamn good. Yeah. As a fan to sit there and listen to it. Dude. Yeah, like, the, the, this performance was just more cohesive than anything you've seen. You can't like you, you would expect. Hold on, though. Some games it's also be written than others. It's also that's the thing, though. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. We f- we forgot about that too because the two on twos was predicated on going off the top. And battling several people in one night, not really knowing who the fuck they are. You know what I'm saying? Um, they made it to where it it they inserted it into the template of what battle rap is today and made it popular doing that. And I think, you know, that's, you know, revolutionary in its own sense. You know, it's pioneer shit. You know what I mean? Um, to add more to the sense of what DNA has done and the things that he's spoke on, I think, like, he deserves someone like Lux when you look at, you know, the people that he's calling out in battle, like, that he wants to battle. You know I mean? He had easy to block captain. He had a couple people. And I completely understand how DNA sees it. At this point, being from New York, too, this goes and attests to what I was telling you, why he's a different type of battle rapper and why I have respect for him. And people need to understand this difference. This is somebody that hasn't stopped battling for the past fucking, I don't know. He's been battling since he was 11. But since this fucking era has started, DNA hasn't stopped. He's been battling throughout the whole fucking era and headlining shit, killing shit, and he knows how to improvise and can rap at the drop of a hat. You look at all that combined and what cloth that is from compared to what it is today, there should be a bracket separating men like this in battle rap from the boys that do the fucking template cookie cutter shit that is today. You know what I'm saying? And that needs to be rewarded at some point or at least highlighted till people understand like there is a difference between this type of battler and there's very few of them left. You know what I mean? You, you had hollow up here. There's very few of this type of battler that I'm talking about. Rest in peace, Pat. Stay. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're, we're losing those battlers, you know what I mean? And, and that's what I'm really talking about is that cloth of fluidity that comes from just experience and conditioning and, and just years of putting in work to where, yeah, DNA could come to an event. And if you battle him and you're a new guy, they might fucking dick ride DNA the whole battle. And you might think it's biased, but it's not because DNA has built that trust with the people over the fucking span of two fucking decades. You know what I'm saying? And that, those are the things that, that like, you know, contribute to his powers and what makes him like a special battle rapper and why I respect him and why we have this understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I see him as an equal in that aspect. And a historian. All he's missing is rapping in another language, really. <laughs> I believe that did this. And the history. Like, I'm telling you, I can't, I couldn't sit there and tell you a battle that I sat there and I watched and I was like, okay, that's hard to, that's hard to, match up to and then it matches up and it's like okay when we battled we were so angry at each other it was crazy like i I, we had all types of shit justifying why we were mad at each other there was one point where we were supposed to lock in i don't know it was before that and then some reason it didn't happen and dna didn't want to fucking do it and i was about to get paid like i was just about to get money and i lost my mind because of the money i even mentioned it in our battle you fuck me up on money one more time and i'm gonna snap your neck remember that was like the beginning bar now, like, I crazy, really right? wrote that into well, it. Well, it's crazy. So it's like, like money. Right? <laughs> it's at this point in time, like me, 
being so young, it was hard for me to understand what was battle rap and what was real. So when me and him are going at it, I exchange is like yeah, so yeah, passionate he did. and yeah, heated he did. that I'm taking his that I'm taking he it did as real. Take it and, and at this time, you know what I mean? Um I had to go all the way to Cali. So me and him had exchanged words and I'm like, yo, meet I'm not, me halfway. I'm not, you yeah, about? Meet me halfway. <laughs> meet me halfway in Vegas. We wound up having this like oh I wound up doing this God. block. This is like only like Oh this is so God. ill that I would laugh at it now because <laughs> this is like one of the only times in battle rap where I ever lost my composure. Because people look at me and be like, yo, DNA is so professional. Bro, the promo was fire. Yeah, he doesn't. But it was coming from such a real place that the anticipation on his battle was like through the roof. So like when me Bro. and Diz actually locked in and in this first round, to this day, that's like one of, that's that's like top three. And it's definitely not yeah, three no, rounds. I, you I weren't supposed ever. to do that though. No, like, it was. You he, listen, he he, he no. built it up. He was part of the reason why this battle was so fucking incredible yeah. because he played into all the shit, bro. There was one point, dog. I lost my shit when I got off the phone with like Lush because I was on three way with him. I was laughing so hard, but at the same time, I was like, "This kid is fucking nuts." It was when <laughs> when Lush put us on the phone three way, and he was with Cortez, and I didn't even know they were filming it. Like I yeah. just knew I was talking to DNA. DNA was filming. You know, this was part of the promo. Yeah, and he's like, "Disaster." I'm to fuck you up like and i couldn't even talk anymore i was i remember trying to say shit like dna dna and he was just like no nah, i'm gonna fuck you up disaster you, you want to fucking fight me me halfway disaster and like i got yeah. off the phone i was like lush i was like this shit this guy is nuts i was like this yo and at that time that's like the first time we're really realizing how powerful this shit is. So that video does like 80,000 and everybody's like, and in, oh, my, yeah, mind, got, and in my mind, at I'm that serious, time, I, that's a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, yo, what this shit is going viral. And everybody's like, <laughs> I, I'm thinking like now they just want to see that. Like, yo, fuck the fight. We want to see the battle even more now. So everything we were doing that actually was in real time of like it being real, just made the battle even more anticipated. <laughs> It was crazy because I was like doing like I was the beginning days of my like doing impressions and shit. And I like started doing like DNA impressions and like it was just crazy. Like I was doing these promos and it was when I look back at the time, it was the real like hunger. This is why I did the next shit recently and didn't get paid for it, because there's a certain thing that comes with just. Wanting to just battle. Yeah, it, you can't recreate it with the bag. No. Like, you can't. It's just, we knew we weren't getting paid shit. Dog, when me and DNA battled, we got $750 for the battle. God. Facts. Damn. If Drake didn't pull me, up. If, so, like, Drake, and, like, this is how crazy this motherfucker is. I should have got all that money, but Drake <laughs> ended up giving half to him because this motherfucker fucking showed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he was coming to see me. Yeah. He was, he was a fan of me, and he was coming to watch me, and then ended up splitting the money with DNA, and I was like, oh, I think, man. I think Drake but should was, come back and fucking throw out at least a, at least a million. Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's done rich. more than he's, that. He's done a lot. He's but, like, that, yeah. here, the, the point to what I'm saying is like me and DNA really like when we battled each other it got to the point where in the beginning maybe we wanted money but we were going to accept that battle for any payment anything we were going to take it for that's why we took it for that it was when you think about how classic this fucking battle is and how many views it has on it and what it's done the impact there's things you didn't even say yeah the celebrities started coming DNA you was right but also Mook and Lux came back yeah See, that's, that's what people don't even talk about. They're like, I know, because I remember they thought this shit was too small at the time. Yeah. They didn't I think need more, more money. money Fuck it, yeah. this. Like, nah, I need 100000 or I ain't coming. Like, it was that. You know what I mean? And, and once the Drake shit happened, I feel like they were like, oh, shit. 
Like, there's yeah, look money. how crazy this and is. And nobody really knows how much we got paid by him. It just looked like, you know what I mean? It, it looked like it was the, a rap for everybody. It was the biggest thing in battle rap at the time. Take Care was dropping like that week. At that time and, and like I said, and like I said right? Yeah, two things. Like I said, URL was willing to offer us $4,000 each. Yeah, they were, they were offering the money. They wanted, it was a bidding war. Yeah, they, they wanted they, the battle. Yeah, they did. And then also, like, just to give Diz his flowers while we're talking about it, like, Disaster is literally one of the most... People, one of the people that was so critical about me that made me because like me, I used to not really write. Like I would write a template and then just go in there and try to memorize my template. So I would say a bunch of shit that didn't make sense to get to the punchline. But between him critiquing it, like ah, oh, this doesn't make sense. What is this? Is a, it really made me sharpen up my pen to now yeah. in this current day. That's why people be like, "Yo, DNA got a lot better." Yeah, D- you know DNA I mean? has a pen. Yeah, but like when we battled. This is what makes him so crazy. Why I also give him respect is that like my shit was so layered versus him. Mm, I had like, yeah. that's why people will say that I won. Right. But then you look at what DNA did in that battle. And it's like the way he held up with me with energy and freestyle. He beat me at my game. I said this yesterday. Yeah. I said, I said this in the, when he interviewed okay. me about it, I was like, you beat me at freestyling in that, in that battle. Yeah. I had, I had more layered shit than you. And like, I had a lot of crazy multis and metaphors tying into each other. But, like, he was doing shit that I should have been doing. Like, my Prince of Persia bar was probably the highlight of the rebuttaling in the battle. But he had, like, seven of them. He had, like, yeah. seven back-to-back. And he was surviving off, like, at one so, point. So, I was so, like, he's freestyling so, so this whole this. shit. Watch in my this. brain, I was like, this guy's freestyling the whole fucking well, watch battle. watch this. Me as a fan. That's right? what makes it so Because me as a fan, again, I told you at that time, I'm a fan of disaster. So I'm listening to the, to the I'm, I'm hoping for the freestyle part. Right, right, right. And then I hear him <laughs> do the whole freestyle yeah, part, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, that shit just confused me as yeah, a fan. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't think he was supposed to do that. There was and like a came sense of him crazy. being young, too, and like being the kid that's he fighting with, a he bully. Came with that freestyle like he was crazy. fighting a giant, and like he was standing there, standing up to me with like pure talent. Uh, to, to my fucking writings and this is what makes it such a debatable battle and why people will say he won too because it's like how do you judge that battle you know what i mean if you do like the layered shit you might go with me but if you're like taking it off like just on the moment and how he performed and how he just handled that situation and even the whole turning the crowd on me shit out there you know in front of drake too like he had to listen to that shit you know what I mean? <laughs> You've like, seen the indecisiveness again. in Drake. Yo, like the one thing. It was a funny The one thing night, like man. watching that shit is if you look at Drake's face, he was indecisive as fuck. Yeah, yeah, no. We like had he was like, wait a second. Oh, shit, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. He was oh, reacting God, to everything. Damn, he just did. It, that shit was wild. That was, that yeah. was a wild moment. Yeah, he reacted to everything. That's a wild moment in hip hop. History and again, not just battle rap history and hip hop, but also to to remark on what he said. That's a lot of what people come up to me and tell me, like, "Yo, this is what got me into battle rap." I get that same fucking uh, common fucking compliment that he gets when they be coming up to me, like, "Yo, man, you know that's the first battle I ever watched." I'm like, "Damn, that was your introduction in the battle." Because that's one of the ones that people were like, "Yo, you got to watch this shit." That's pretty. I'm saying that's pretty fucking good. If you know what I'm saying, like that battle still today. People walk up like it got me into it, and we're it's talking, dope. we're talking, approaching thirteen years ago. It's dope, yo. You know, man. At the end of the day, yo, I appreciate everybody for tuning into the Danza Project. Wow, yes, sir. damn it, Landon, what episode Danza are we on today? One hundred nine. Yeah, this motherfucker. You already I, know. You know that. I don't even know. That. <laughs> yo, DNA, my man. Yo, I appreciate you, great. Got you. Appreciate you, you know too, man. This shit was, this shit was dope. Yes, Pitch. sir. Oh my God.
rarely do you see people like respect like the respect. I'm telling you, I don't know. I'm a I'm a fucking petty son of a bitch. I'll be oh, mad at you forever. I yeah, I'll be right. mad at each other forever. You, know, like, you said this about say, though, but like what's really amazing too that he's still 32. I feel like he still has a good five years in him of doing crazy ass shit because we still not even at our age. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe we could go into the 40s, maybe we could get invited to funny shit. But it's like he's still like DNA still has the ability. He's like one. He's our guy. Yeah, he's, he's from, he he he's really the guy that's a student from our. Yeah, you got Tom Brady going. Tom Brady went into his 40s. Tom Brady went into his 40s. Aaron Rodgers now going into his 40s. Although I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, you know what I'm saying? Josh Allen all day. But it's crazy. Yo, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Y'all y'all make sure y'all go check out DNA. Y'all got you got something coming up soon? Nah. You just waiting on that opportunity. You're waiting on Lux. No, I got battles coming up, but I can't talk about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're signing out. Dan's a project. You already know. Hit that subscribe button. God damn.